taking off in five, four. Nope. Okay. Are you still not hearing you? No, I it, I um it wasn't like recording on time. Taking off in five, four, three, two. Yo, 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 it's your boy, T.O., as you know. It's your boy, O-Rain, real name, no games, no gimmicks. Yo, it's the motherfucking Fade Podcast, your one-stop shop for everything TV, media, and film-related, along with any of the goddamn thing we want to talk about, coming to you live, direct, Heart Studios, Baltimore City. What the fuck's up? It's Sunday, football Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as we yeah, speak, my yeah. team is suffering a terrible beating yeah. at the hands of a the thrashing Dallas Cowboys yeah. of all teams. It's, oh man, it's you don't want to uh, see it. It's nobody wants I'm the disgusted. Cowboys. Nobody wants to see the Cowboys win. Nobody. Nobody wants to see them win. Yeah, I don't uh, know where they get this America's team from. Yeah. Nobody no, wants they, to see They're them. the direct opposite of America's team. Uh you know, it, it, I remember growing up, man. Um I only rooted for the Cowboys only because you I rooted you. Fu- you oh, well, l- listen, listen to me. I learned something new about you the other day, and I don't like it. <laughs> I only rooted for the Cowboys because I hated the Redskins even more. That's the only reason why I rooted for the Cowboys. How old were you? Uh, young, probably like seven or eight or something. I don't know. Whenever I started, oh, to I watch see your child. Your mind is easily warped. <laughs> taken advantage of. Okay, I can accept that. You said like twenty six. Yeah, uh, uh, that would be an unreasonable age to yeah. be. But but in, in any event, um, yeah, man, uh, fucking Cowboys uh, thrashing my uh, Green Bay Packers almost gave away uh, a game. Not even we didn't even almost get. It. That's being hyperbolic, but we almost squandered. Yeah, I mean, uh, two, yards would have, two yards would have made a difference. Hey, what up? Right? Uh, luckily, my team doesn't make those kind of mistakes. Actually, we do. Yeah, we do. Yeah, do. We do that frequently. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yet here we are, and the show must go on. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, even in tears, rain is here to... Uh, to talk, to, yeah. to to do his duties for the uh, for the podcast. So I I'd like to commend you for. Uh, I was going to go uh, on with this very poetic, yeah. um, very well articulated. You know, into the darkness we yeah. must carry on. All right, we're just gonna for thus we're just gonna we're just gonna clap you <laughs> off here. Yeah, we're, just, we're, <laughs> yeah. when, when they're accepting up, the yeah. award <laughs> in the award ceremony, yeah. they speak too long. That's yeah. always my favorite part when they start to cue and the music. Start to play like, music. Fuck, wrap get it up. Me. Get Reese Witherspoon out of here. <laughs> All right, let's. Uh, without further ado, let's just uh, jump in. Uh, I don't even know what I just said. Let's yeah. just. Uh, <laughs> I sound like one of those old dudes well, you, who tries to. Glass, you drinking uh, lean? It, it might as well be. It's uh, <laughs> no, this is a, uh, it's a little, just a little whiskey. Uh, just a little whiskey, little, Maryland man whiskey. No, no, that that hasn't been approved by the FDA yet. Yeah, it's coming so, soon. <laughs> Notice how it's always coming soon. Uh, that's what she said. Um, okay. <laughs> All right, uh, that was actually just, a good one. Uh, thank you. Yeah, yeah that was really I felt good proud one. of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Usually uh, those jokes don't hit. Yeah, because they're they're um, you know. It's easy to anticipate. You see it coming. Yeah. But that was, that was pretty good. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate the credit where credit is due. Uh, all right. Let's, uh, let's talk about these uh, these films we got coming out. Uh, we'll talk about what's coming out this week, uh, specifically Friday. or uh, Yeah, Friday. No, we just passed Friday the 13th. Oh, quick story, by the way. Uh, I know I said I wanted to jump right Wait, into Wait, was this shit. Friday? Friday the 13th? It was Friday the 13th. Um, oh, you know what? I was watching 
TV the other day, Friday. And Friday the 13th was on, right? Yes. Yeah. And I was like, this is weird. <laughs> but <laughs> it's I not didn't, Halloween. I didn't think to look at a calendar. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, they, they were playing it because it was Friday the 13th. Um, interesting story. I, I don't think I ever actually did watch the original Friday the 13th. Or maybe I didn't. I just could not remember. Like, I watched it so young that I just didn't remember yeah. what the fuck it was about. Um, but spoiler alert, Jason isn't actually the killer in the original Friday the 13th. And it blew my mind. He was a boy, right? Yeah, uh, he was a boy. Like he he comes in at the very end. Spoiler alert for anybody who, for some reason, hasn't fuck watched him. a movie yeah, from the forty years old, seventy four, yeah. <laughs> or whatever the fuck it was made. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, he's a boy, and he makes uh, an appearance at the end, uh, coming out of the lake. But during the entire course of the film, he's not the actual killer. It's his mother that's the killer. Yes, yeah. And I didn't I I did I, She's I, killing I, the like the counselors the and camp the people counselors. at Camp Crystal yeah, yeah, because she says uh t- they were too busy fucking while he was drowning in the lake. Yeah. So she did it as a revenge. Yeah, Jason um, surprisingly has a long or the Friday the thirteenth um uh, it's not even it's not a trilogy it's well no, 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 uh, yeah, the, yeah, the collection the, the, the saga i guess yeah. is uh it has a pretty long interesting story. No, it doesn't. Right? It's not interesting. No, it is. His mom's. What about it is interesting? Well, his mom started off as the killer, right? Why does she start killing? Because the camp counselors at Crystal Lake, like, pretty much neglected and allowed her son to be abused and harassed. No, um, they the just point. let him drown. That was well, that no, was so, the only thing that happened. Well, so Jason was deformed, right? He was a deformed child. No, and- not in this one. Again, they they changed. Here's here's what's pro- the, he was, the problem. No, he was deformed in, no, no, in the first movie. No, the the problem with the Friday Thirteenth. Uh, saga, as you will, is that uh, they just retcon anything that they want at any time. They wait, want. wait. I I saw the first movie. I remember he he was not like he was deformed a little bit. He looked weird. I don't I don't remember say. that being the case. Uh, yeah, I think he had like some type of face deformity or facial deformity or something like that. Huh. Which is why he was neglected by the camp counselors. <laughs> That's why he was neglected by them? It was weird looking, right? <laughs> Yo, they, they let, they, no, I mean, this is the movie. I'm not saying this is yeah, what I do. This is exactly what you do. <laughs> but like, So they let the other kids pick on him. Um, they, the other kids pushed Jason into the lake. Yeah. And that's when he eventually drowns because the camp counselors were too busy fucking and not paying attention to him. Yeah. Uh, Which is what happens at summer camp. You send your kid to summer camp. Hopefully they make it back. <laughs> Camp counselors are sometimes, usually yeah, it's not, it, 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 what else is there to do? You know, like there's really nothing else to do at camp if you're a camp no. counselor. Like, what am I just gonna play with these kids and show yeah. them interest? No, no, uh, hey kids, <laughs> there's a treasure out in the woods. Uh, come back in three hours. That's it, That's knock, knock before you enter. <laughs> um, yeah, so anyway, so, so, so I watched it and I was just I was so blown away that, um, you know, that she was the killer um and it but it also didn't make any sense because it's like did nobody try to like fight back like and i'm not saying it's because it's a she's a woman obviously but if it's just a, like somebody who's trying to stab me and there's nothing menacing about that like they, they're not clearly stronger than me they're not faster than me yeah. Why am I just standing there getting stabbed? I don't understand. No, Why are you and, running? Like, <laughs> and this was uh, a middle-aged white woman, right? <laughs> uh, older age white woman. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> running from you. Fuck out of here. Put, put that knife down. Yeah, hey, calm down. Or, calm or down. I'm, I'm going to kick you. <laughs> no, it's one time. Just one time. Fuck out of here. Just one Move, for warning. One move, for warning. Yeah, yeah you got to. <laughs> problem solved. 
<laughs> but yeah, so yeah. that is one of the surprising parts is that like this, um, and, and just being accurate to the film, like this middle-aged or older white woman in the movie, killed, what did she kill, like six of the counselors? Yeah, she like killed pretty movie? much everybody at the fucking lake. It yeah. was... It, it didn't How? make any sense to me. I don't know. And then, and then the part I still can't uh, understand is they like they were killed in very elaborate ways, and then their bodies were like strung up and yeah. So so it's like wait, was she I don't think she, she was surprisingly was, strong. I, like, there was no LA Fitness I, yeah. <laughs> near Camp Crystal there was no Lake. Lifetime. Yeah. <laughs> she wasn't lifting. <laughs> Like how did she? Yeah, like you said, like string the body up in the tree. Yeah, no, it's what? very perplexing uh, how how that happened. But anyways, I was I was watching it and I was actually mildly entertained. Like it was surprising how, like obviously you know it's really campy and no pun intended because it's Friday the Thirteenth, but uh, a really campy movie. Um, I'm not quite sure why it caught fire the way it did. Way it did. Although obviously looking back at like, you know, what I'm guessing what was around at that time, it was probably not necessarily groundbreaking, but I'm sure it was at least somewhat interesting. Um, the, the twist, you know, in the plot, but then it just became this story that is all about Jason and he's yeah. this, you know, knife wield or ax wielding, you know, psychopath who's just like, he's, he's not even a human at, at, all points in the fucking you know series he's just this like big strong i don't even know what the fuck you would call him um but it's just weird here to see like when the first um friday the 13th movie came out looks like the first one came out in 1980 yeah right um people were stupid in 1980 (laughs) so like a movie like this with a plot that doesn't really make much sense and maybe it wasn't even that great in 1980 that this made perfect was, sense. This shit was a hit. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking about maybe talking about a movie that I did watch that also didn't make any sense. But you know what? I'll, I'll leave that for when you watch it. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, Queen we'll, and we'll Slam is the movie yeah. we're talking about here. I've yet to see it. Yeah. I will see it. And we'll talk about it on, um, for, for on those, an upcoming show. For those who, uh, and we're gonna jump into our shit here in a sec. But for those who did see it, comment below. Let me know what you thought of Queen and Slim. I, I want to hear what your thoughts are before I before we talk about it on the on the podcast once Rain has a chance to see it yeah and don't leave stupid comments like yeah it was good or yeah, yeah i like no, it like tell uh, us what yeah, you be more detailed and be more details. thoughtful with your reply uh all right anyways we're, we're gonna jump into what the fuck's coming out this week the week of what is it gonna be the 20th uh friday the 20th uh of december um, yeah, yeah, yeah. One, yeah. Of the, one of those days. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> right, the right month. <laughs> uh, all right, let, let's talk about what's coming out in theaters. Uh, so, um, uh, first, let's talk about um, Bombshell, uh, which comes out uh, this this Friday, um, starring uh, Charlize Theron, Nicole Kidman, Margot Robbie, John Lithgow. Um, I hate how we have to say her name. Charlize Theron? Yeah, I, isn't that how it's pronounced? Yeah, but I don't want to say it like that. You know, Charlize Theron. I don't. Know. I just want to say Charlize Theron. Yeah, because you're American. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, we say Americans. Adidas instead of Adidas, right? Is that what it's supposed to be? Yes. Yeah. Okay. We we say Mexico instead of Mexico. Yeah. Uh, no, granted, I'm not American. Fuck America. <laughs> but I, uh, I just oh, y'all, you're American. Come on. You're American. Not when I travel overseas. (laughs) (laughs) And then you're strictly Jamaican. You're just like, I'm Jamaican. I don't know what they're talking about. (laughs) 
<laughs> All right. Uh, so let's talk about Bombshell. Um, it's about a group of women who uh, decide group of to women. take- Don't categorize that. That's literally what the synopsis All says. Right. Uh, <laughs> a group of women who de- uh, women decide to take on Fox News head Roger Ailes and the toxic atmosphere uh, he presided over at the network. Um so this film uh, was directed by, uh, or is directed by Jay uh, Jay Roach and written by Charles uh, Randolph, and uh, of course, uh, as I ran down the uh, the cast uh, there, um, interesting looking film. Uh, I've yet, I don't know if this seems like one of those like lifetime looking films that just for some reason got you know got a lot more. Up, yeah, let's release some theaters. Yeah. That. Uh, cause it kind of looks like that a little bit, but also it may be really good. I don't know. Yeah. So this, this movie does look good. Like I remember when we discussed, uh, the first trailer when that initially dropped and, um, it, it was not much music and it, it was kind of a bit of confusion. You didn't know exactly what it was. And, uh, uh you know, I, I think that helped build some steam for this movie. Right. Yeah. Um, am I going to see this in theaters? To be honest, I don't know. Again, it does look like a really good film, but mm. to your point, this does look like a movie that might have been made for TV. Yeah, right? yeah. but could be great if this was like on Hulu or Netflix or whatever. It would it would seem fitting. Yeah, but like in theaters, I don't know. I can't part with my seven dollars. I don't know if I, you know who's going to be in the theater to see this. Yeah, a lot of older white men who are guilty of the same thing <laughs> that Roger Ailes yeah, was. They're like, like a right, documentary about my life. How do, how do I avoid, how do I not do what he did? Let me take a few notes. Let me avoid this scandal. Okay. They're going to be in the theater with notepads. Like, right, do not sexually harass. <laughs> not when the camera's around. <laughs> do not talk about cheating on wife in email. That's it. Um, okay. Uh, Moving on, um, let's talk about another movie, uh, one that I have precisely no interest in, uh, Cats, uh, which... um, It surprised me just now, I don't know if you saw my face, how (laughs) little interest I have in seeing this movie. Yeah, um, I I never watched a play. Animation looks great, though. Does it, though? It looks scary. Costume design, animation, the the graphics, it all looks great. Um, Yeah. This movie looks terrifying. Yeah. yeah, I don't know, dude. I Idris Elba looks great as like the uh the lead villain in this film. Um again, I think costume design and the makeup and uh, all of that looks looks fantastic. Uh you know who's in this movie that I can't fucking stand? Mm. Taylor Swift. Yeah, of course. No, if if there's I don't understand I, I I Taylor Swift is much like um who are we talking about? Ariana Grande? who we were wondering how did you who are fans of you like i i get it taylor swift clearly has like an established fervent fan base massive fan base but also they put her like you know as what? like one of the greatest artists of all time like, you know what i think she got that like i think she got the greatest artist of all time above like whitney houston i think she, i think i forget which magazine that's ranked sad. her above whitney houston yeah, or sad. maybe it was like above beyonce or something like that that's even sad which is fucking crazy right. um so kanye wasn't wrong yeah <laughs> no kanye was still wrong but still no, it, no, it, no. It, kanye so was both, right both his things, approach was wrong both things can be no yeah. his message no, was correct yeah, yeah. Well, that's he why he was wrong delivered the message was wrong um so i need to check my bias here I need to check my bias because Taylor Swift reminds me of, you know, you know, when we were in high school and, you know, and we were just talking about this upstairs. We were, we were watching football. It's like the person who was like super popular, but you didn't really know why. Like you don't, there's nothing like 
different or talent or okay she's talented all right she's she's got musical talent she's very but talented it was it's like why is everybody making a big deal out of her i don't i don't i don't get it like i don't understand what the craze is yeah and i'm probably gonna get if i hey what did eminem say if i die tonight <laughs> you'll know why yeah no but i think that's true it's like i don't know what taylor swift does as a musician that a lot of other musicians don't do and like What's so great about her? So I tried to watch her Netflix special. Yeah, I remember you told me, and you just like, yo, you just couldn't do oh it. Oh my <laughs> god! Like by the third song yeah. in the special, I had to turn this shit off. <laughs> like I, and it was one of those situations where you know when you're laying in, in bed, and even if you put the remote specifically somewhere so that you don't lose it in yeah. the sheets, you lose it. The, <laughs> you you fucking lose it, and you yeah. spend the next few minutes looking for it. Yeah, it was one of those situation i mean you're panicking i was panicking i feverishly was searching for the fucking remote i, I swear I, I tore my whole room apart looking for the remote to turn off this taylor after you just unplugged it like yeah. all right i just yeah, yeah, it was like, I gotta it was unplug like it. the third of the fourth song about how her boyfriend yeah cheated on her and broke her heart i'm like sweetheart yeah it's you it's not him it's you if, if all four of them it's you there's a pattern here. maybe you should rewrite some of these songs taylor <laughs> take some responsibility there all right, all right we're being assholes but um yes. uh cats is uh is about a tribe of cats called the uh jellicle um uh, m- who must decide uh, yearly which one will be will ascend to the heaven side layer and uh, come back to the new uh, jealousile life? What the fuck is that even? What? <laughs> anyway, yeah, I, I don't know uh, what you're saying. I don't. That's not even. I don't even know if that's is in that English. Latin? Uh, it might be. Uh, so it's directed by Tom uh, Hopper. It would be. You have no idea. Nope. <laughs> uh, and uh, I think the original uh, screen or the original play was written by T.S. Eliot, a uh, big fan of the uh, Wasteland, by the way. Um, and But the screenplay for this particular film is uh, written by Lee Hall, as well as uh, a couple more credits who I don't, uh, I shouldn't have clicked. This is going to take me forever to get back. But uh, was written by also Tom Harper, um, Hopper, or and uh, the music was uh, I think written by Andrew Lloyd Webber. Run to the cast really quickly. Sure, this show. Uh, I mean, we've got a uh, slew yeah, of motherfuckers. They're, 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 everybody got to check for this one. Uh, we got Idris Alba. We've got Taylor Swift, uh, Ian McKellen, um, Rebel Wilson, James mm-hmm. Corden, uh, Judy Dench, Dame Judy Dempsch. Mm-hmm. Dempsch. Dench is her name. Um, who else? Who else? Who else? Uh, Jennifer Jason, Hudson is in it. Jason, Jason Derulo. J- Jason film. Derulo. That must be awkward. Didn't they used to date? Or am I thinking of uh, not? I think that was uh, Jordan Sparks. Jordan Sparks. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Whatever. I got my wrong her. American Idols mixed up there. Uh, yeah. Uh, so just like a slew of people uh, that it that, that just has in it. Um, it's a good word too. A slew. You don't often get to use that word. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. You got to fold it in every now and then. Though. Yeah. You got you to find your spots. Yeah. I hope that word doesn't get lost in history. Yeah. It's a good I, word. Well, you hope can. That, hope you, that word lasts the test of time. You alone can keep that in circulation. Time. Yeah. Stands, I just. I just. Yeah. I just ignored it. Yeah. I, I didn't. Keep I slow didn't, around. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> this is where yeah, uh, it's all going off the rails. To anyone listening right uh, now, this happens occasionally, uh, especially if you're a first time listener. This is your first episode. Yeah. Um, sometimes we'll just, we'll just get stuck, <laughs> stuck on a word, a thought, uh, whatever it may be. And we'll, we'll, we'll hang there for a minute, yeah. um, waste a little bit of time, and then we eventually get back on track. But you know, yeah. here we are. Speaking of which, let's do that now. Uh, all right. So Cats is coming out. Great. Um, Great. <laughs> People worked very hard on this movie. Hours, days, weeks away from their families nobody, to get your uh, great. Nobody asked for this. Uh, okay. Um, and then we have, uh, of course, the very historic uh, uh, Star Wars finale, uh, the, the final movie in the final trouble what we think is the final trilogy within at least within the context of the the skywalker yeah uh um uh storyline we have star wars the rise of skywalker uh that's about the surviving resistance uh facing the first order once more in the final chapter of the skywalker saga uh this film was of course directed by jj uh, abrams uh written by chris terrio as well as abrams as well there's other credits but i'm not gonna waste time clicking on the the link for that um and uh uh, stars, uh, of course, uh, Adam Driver, Daisy Ridley, um, Carrie Fisher, Mark Hamill, um, Os- uh, Oscar Isaac, Carrie Russell's uh, in, in this one as well. Lupita Nyong'o, Nyong'o, Nyong'o. That's how you pronounce it, right? Yes. Nyong'o. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. So uh, interesting thing I learned about Oscar Isaac in this film. So mm-hmm. um, the country, uh, it's like Kivar or something like that. In which he uh, hails from, like his character in the movie, mm-hmm. right? Uh, in I believe it was the Empire Strikes Back. Those the people from again Kavar. I could be very wrong about that. Um, they hail from a certain uh, planet, right? Which you know th- the scenes from that planet were filmed in Guatemala, and Oscar Isaac is Guatemalan, so. During the like writing and production of this movie, he at, like he requested to uh, for his character to come from that that planet, right, to be of those people. Mm. Again, because in the original movie it was filmed in Guatemala, where he's from. So I, I love learning the little interesting facts and details about like the the development of characters or plot lines in movies, like the one that we have here with Oscar Isaac. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, I also didn't know he was from Guatemala. Yeah, yeah. He, I he, he's, he's a fantastic actor, man. Right. I, he, I, I, I can't say that there's really been too much uh, other than maybe uh, X Men uh, Apocalypse. Wait, was it Apocalypse? Yeah, that was Apocalypse. He right? was in that. Yeah, he he was. Uh, he played. Um, who's the uh, the bad guy in that? Um, X Men Apocalypse. Where uh, the blue motherfucker? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that was, was him. That was Oscar Isaac. Yeah, yeah. Jesus yeah. <laughs> Christ! Why did he take that role? Well, you don't know. Well, you, you you thought maybe, uh, hey, maybe it's gonna be hot. I good don't know. For, no, no, good for him because he was mostly covered up. <laughs> yeah, nobody, right? Knew he that. had a lot of makeup on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, when like, he was on set, no one even knew it was him. Uh, yeah, they're like, Oscar Isaac's in this movie. Where? So he's <laughs> like, wait, you got you picking to pay, pay me how much? Yeah. Um, uh, I, oh, oh, I it's guess Apocalypse, right? That's the actual person uh, or the villain is Apocalypse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Probably that, that makes sense. Yeah, J- JP is somewhere just <laughs> rolling over like you motherfuckers. But um, 
Oh, good for him. Yeah, his face is all covered up. Yeah, no one ever, no one even knew he did that project. Yeah, uh, but uh, but yeah, man, he he he's done a lot of work that I just uh, I can really appreciate. Yeah, he's got some of my favorite Machina. Yeah, uh, a most violent. Uh, was it a most violent winter? Uh, I don't know. Most I didn't violent? watch that one. Um, oh, phenomenal movie. I remember Lewin, um inside Lewin Davis or Lewin something. I don't know. It was like a music thing that he did. Uh, Justin Timberlake, who we're going to talk about a little later. Yeah, uh, was I don't watch music film. things. No, no, but it it wasn't like a it wasn't was it a like musical? a musical, but it was like a he he was a musician. Mm. Um, and it actually did have some really good songs uh, in that. Um, oh, see, and it was what? like this sad movie where he's like he just can't get his life together and shit. Yeah, and, yeah. I think I know what movie you're talking about. Yeah, uh, it was directed it was by the Coen Brothers, unless I'm mistaken. You know, you know what movie I watched recently that I forgot he was in Drive. Yeah, why don't I remember Drive? I, I, maybe I just never watched it, and I thought I did at some point. Uh, who's the kid in that movie again? Um, uh, uh, Ryan Reynolds, Gossing, Ryan, Ryan Gossing, Gossing. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan, one of them, <laughs> one of the Ryans. Yeah, Oscar Isaac was in Drive. Um, yeah, again, phenomenal actor, a lot of great movies, um, and I do like. And, and this shows that like the actor knows their their work and their craft, right? Yeah. To be able to go back to a movie like empire strikes back and to know like and granted he grew up in guatemala he was born there so i'm sure he or the the last jedi uh you said empire strikes back was it i think it was empire strikes back wait what are you talking about you said it was he that he was in no no it was it was a movie that was filmed uh so oh. yeah I, I believe it was the empire strikes back that a lot of some of the filming took place in guatemala where he was from and um you know, again, I, I guess that had an impression on him. Oh, yeah, I, I definitely later. tuned everything that you said about that out. I did <laughs> yeah. not hear that at all. So years later for him to come and say, like, you know, for him to like pull that from a past movie and, and incorporate that into this film, I think that just goes into as an actor, not just being able to act on film when mm -hmm. the camera's rolling, but mm -hmm. to like know your craft yeah. a, a bit more. Yeah. Uh, so uh, speaking directly about the movie, though, uh, I'm actually kind of excited to see this. I want to see how yeah. it all sort of ends. Um, for the longest time, I wasn't really that excited about it. And it wasn't because I didn't like the the last Jedi. It's just because I'm not as much of a, I think, a Star Wars fan as I think they're that other people are uh shout out to shout out to dan by the way um huge star wars fan um uh, th some of the trailers kind of got me back into it. The, the the trailer the last main trailer that dropped for this wasn't really inspiring but they just dropped one recently that was more of i think a kind of like a tv spot situation um that was actually really good they show uh kylo ren uh he's uh he's being sort of beckoned by Palpatine mm -hmm. uh, and it's just, it's a, it's a really kind of cool scene um, that they show a, a decent amount of. Um, so that was pretty cool. But, uh, but yeah, uh, I'm just right now. I'm actually just interested to just see this thing wrap up. Let's yeah, just, yeah. let's just, uh, <laughs> let's uh, just end this. <laughs> don't drop another fucking yeah. trailer or a teaser or a sneak yeah. peek or a new poster, new art. No, yeah, yeah. Just, just let us watch yeah. the fucking movie. Yeah. Friday's almost here. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's, uh, let's dive into uh, what we got streaming. Um, so, uh, this week we have streaming, uh, well-groomed on HBO, uh, and this is all on HBO or the next few that I'm going to mention are, are from HBO, of course, uh, finding the way home, uh, another original program by HBO and then coyote Lake. Uh, and then on Hulu, we have holidays with the, uh, huffs, I guess. How do you, how do you pronounce H O U? G H Huff, yeah. Huffs. Yeah. Uh it's a weird spelling, but it really is. It 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 seems uh, it's unnecessarily complicated. Um which is a special from NBC, um, but is of course premiering on 
Uh, is this who, like the thing with like Juliana Huff or whatever? Must be. I don't know. Yeah. Didn't, uh, didn't the see the fuck trailer. What does for it. she do? I always. I don't even know who that is. I'll be, I'll be honest with you. She who just like hosts award shows or something like that. Sure. I, I don't even know who you're talking about. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I'm not watching yeah. that shit. Fair enough. Uh, we have uh, uh, Mighty Magic Worlds Complete Season 2B, uh, which is from Cartoon Network. We have Killing Eve Complete Season 2, which is uh, from BBC A. Is that BBC America? Is that what that stands for? Okay. Or, um, you know, BBC yeah, Antarctica. Antarctica. <laughs> Argentina. Yeah, because uh, they have a nice market out there. Angola. For, uh, <laughs> What other what other countries start with an A? I don't go know. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Rapid fire. Come on, go ahead. Country that starts with an A. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, oh, Jesus. Good. Public school. <laughs> Dude, whenever whenever uh whenever I get put on a spot for something like that, even something like Yeah, you were that's, just like that's just even, fucking <laughs> even something that's like super obvious, I'm just like yeah. I don't know what you're I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why I've always been like, I think that's why I was always a bad test taker or a moderately bad test taker uh, while I was in school because like I would know the answers to like a decent amount of it, but I would just, the paper would be in front of me. I'd be like, I don't know. Like <laughs> I just well, locked not really up. being put on the spot. Now, if you were taking the test on national television, that's being no, put on but it's, spot. it's like, it's like the pressure of like the moment, you know what I mean? Like of, and, but, and when it comes to physical stuff, I'm probably usually pretty good at that. Like in terms of like in the moment, like today we just had a football game and, and there was some pressure and, but I delivered, you know, um, that I'm fine with. But when it comes to like, if you I like how you, me, I like how you did that. Hey, you like yeah. how I just talked yeah. myself up there. Pressure. Yeah, hey. you know, I delivered hey, look. fourth quarter hey, look, back and right. over double coverage. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It wasn't double coverage. <laughs> um, uh, but, uh, when it comes to, th- like things where you just ask me very simple questions. Like if you just ask me right now, hey, quickly, uh, what's two plus two? I'm like, uh, yeah, you better, you better fix that. One day your lady's gonna be like, hey, quickly, do you love me? You're gonna be like, uh, uh. <laughs> and you're gonna be paying uh, twelve hundred a month. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you don't even have kids. You're like, yeah, wait, no, wait, 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 what's going on? <laughs> um, okay. Um, so uh live or yeah live in front of a studio audience all in the family and good times special what uh abc is delivering that and then of course we have uh for whatever reason uh miss america pageant nbc's putting it on who cares um and then we have the, the wait didn't, didn't they already announced the winner I, I don't even care about this enough to even try to even spend any time on it hey uh so shout out to all of the um sorry white women shout out to all of the black women uh who have taken pretty much every pageant uh this year miss U- teen usa miss usa miss america miss universe um there's another one in there like miss uh miss miss whatever miss texas because we all of them texas Black has women. issues <laughs> so uh, shout out to all of you this yeah. is the first time that's ever happened i mean and, and the reason why, why this is a, a significant thing is right because historically we've had year after year after year after year where all of these winners have been like you know white women and white european women whatever so this is the first time in history that every significant pageant winner has been a black woman it's uh what that does for like young black women right in terms of like being able to uh, uh see themselves on a national stage on an international stage in positions of uh you know power positions of um because they uh, won the miss well not universe? just that no no not just that because they won like a, a you know pageant for being um 
you know, pretty, but like, you know, a lot of these women are very intelligent, very educated, very hardworking. Did we just shit on women. this pageant? Like, we uh, no, no, no. That was, that was the, that was the Victoria's Secret pageant. We shit it on. No, I'm, I'm, I'll shit on this too. I don't, <laughs> I think this should be yeah. barred. No, as well. I think all of this, I think it's, you know, we're still like judging women. Oh, you got to be in a bikini and then maybe we'll give you Miss uh, universe, but like, I, I do think this is significant for young women of color to be able to see themselves represented in, um, in, in, sure. in, in this light. Yeah, I can't disagree with that. Yeah. Hold you my shouldn't attention. either. You yeah. might end up fucking dead. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Not only will Taylor Swift fans come after me with all the black women in America. All right, then we have on Amazon Prime uh, the Aeronauts, uh, which actually just came out in theaters a couple weeks ago. Um, but uh, but Is now this the movie about the hot air balloon. Yeah, yeah not worth talking about. Couldn't give yeah. less of a shit about that movie. All right, on Netflix we have Ronnie Chang, Asian uh, comedian, destroys America. Uh, then we have uh, Don't Fuck with Cats, uh, hunting an internet killer. Uh, then we have Soundtrack, uh, and then there is After the Raid, uh, and then we have Ultraviolet season two, uh, Twice Upon a Time. The Two Popes, uh, which is the Anthony Hopkins uh, film. Uh, yeah, that, isn't that uh, uh, Anthony Hopkins and Ewan McGregor? No, I don't think Ewan McGregor. Who's the other guy? Uh, somebody who I cannot remember right now. I, f- I see his face in my head, but I can't remember. That looks good, though. Uh, yeah, it looks all right. Uh, and then we have, of course, the uh, the Witcher, the uh, very uh, anticipated sort of everybody's trying to say, oh, oh this is going to be the next uh, the next Game of Thrones. You know, this is going to be the next, you know, sort of like period. Piece. That's a high. That's a lot. That's a big shoe to fill. Yeah. Um, oh, God. Being when you're positioned like that, right, when you're set up to you're going to be the next big thing, right? You have to live up to that, mm. even if you do great. Or let's say you do good. If it's not great, if it's not greater than that other thing, it's going to be viewed as a failure. I, I, yeah. I hope that's not what's happening here. Well, that's, luckily that's they, get, they got a boost though, right? Because of how Game of Thrones ended in such uh, quote unquote uh, controversial fashion. Uh, people are desperate to look to, what else can we fill our meaningless lives with? And, and of course yeah. now they got the Witcher. So. Yeah, but it's not like Henry Cavill's Superman. Uh, now granted, <laughs> he was the best Superman that we've seen Dude, ever. I, I still don't understand why he had such a falling out with, uh, with WB. Uh, I guess because Justice League didn't do that well. Uh, Batman versus Superman didn't do well, but they're, but they're just objectively terrible movies. Like, yeah, but Henry Cavill do with by him, far was the best Superman ever. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that was unfortunate. But like those movies weren't great, right? As an actor, your last project, uh, you, you're tied to that in terms yeah. of how people perceive your next project, right? So coming off of uh, his work, and even in Missing Impossible, sorry, my fucking alarm. Yeah, see, my alarm's been off. Uh, going crazy all day. Mm. Uh, it didn't go off when it was supposed to this not morning. This morning. No, it, no, no, it did not. Um, yeah, I don't even know why that was on. But uh, so, like, yeah, you're tied to your last project. So for Henry Cavill, you know, the failure of like Batman versus Superman and Justice League and whatnot, I feel like it's going to carry some weight into this project. Yeah. Um, hope it doesn't, but that might hurt him a bit. I don't think so. I think he'll be fine. I think uh, people are going to be quick to hate it. He, you know, for that reason, you know why he'll be fine. It's funny because you know we didn't, we couldn't picture Christopher Reeves as anything but Superman. Um, but I think that's because, and again, I'm I'm just talking completely out of my ass. I don't I don't know this to be exclusively true, but uh, it, I don't know if he necessarily tried 
to establish himself outside of the Superman. I think he tried to like marry the two, right? Like he was Superman and Superman was him. They're one and the same. Uh, whereas Cavill, like almost immediately, I think thereafter, um, uh, doing uh, Man of Steel and all that other stuff, he tried, did other projects so that yeah. it's like, let me get away from the shit immediately so that if it goes south, I've, I've still got a career that, you know, people are still hiring me to do shit. And so this Witcher project, I think is a great project for him to, you know, and obviously it looks like it's coming to an end for him as, as you know, the Man of Steel, but it seems like he's going to be just fine on the back end. And and that's not, um, it hasn't been confirmed yet, right? It, mm. they're, they're shopping. I think WB is pretty much... The, the ship is pretty much sailed, yeah, but they the haven't DVD. announced anything. It's not like not official, sure. but um, but and, but the only the, uh, it, you, I don't think you get those rumblings unless they, like where there's smoke, there's fire, you know. Yeah, and I don't think you hear that. It's unfortunate to see this because they've been they've been like the Browns or the Redskins when it comes with like head coaching, right? Like there's a new uh, yeah. one every year, and, and you're just like, and, and well, here's the best one you've had in a while. So just build great story around him, bring in directors and writers to produce a good movie with this guy. Yeah, yeah. Or you could just do uh, you just bring in a new head coach, bring in a new quarterback every year, and continue losing. Yeah, you can do that too. Yeah. Uh, it seems like it's the WB's way. But I mean, whatever. They, they might they, get Johnny Manziel to play the next uh, uh, fucking Superman. This, this, the way <laughs> it, right? yeah, why not? Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> While we're at it, um, let Freddie Kitchens coach him up. <laughs> He'll sure know how to fix him, I'm sure. Uh, okay. Uh, so we're done with all of that. Uh, let's start talking about um, some trailers that had dropped this, uh, this past week. And, and it, it's been a little while since we've. Um, talked about trailers because uh, we were kind of a week off because I was not here last Sunday, so we've missed. Where were you? I was in uh, the shy. Uh, I was in Chicago, South Side, right? Did you go over? To- I don't know. I don't know where I was. Don't go to the South Side. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, um, so we're going to talk about some of these trailers. Um, let's talk about uh, this trailer for season two of the show. You didn't even mean to make that rhyme but somehow it did uh so uh the last we left off um this is uh, the show starring penn bagley as uh, did we ever figure out what his name was uh, it was joe right joe, yeah, joe goldberg uh was essentially his name on the series uh and it, and it essentially follows him as he essentially stalks i guess is uh the back uh, <clears throat> right yeah yeah, uh, st- stalks Beck, uh, who was played by um, damn, who was she played by? Let me go to season one. I'm stuck in season two. Wasn't here. it like Guinevere or something like that? Or was that her uh, real name in the show? I honestly yeah. can tell you. Anyway, uh, so um, Joe uh, plays like a, uh, a librarian. Yeah, uh, who adopts this character Beck as his latest Elizabeth um, uh, Lale. Damn, who did plays not know that. <laughs> yeah, Genevieve <laughs> Beck. Uh, yeah, sorry. But, but yeah, so he adopts uh, Gen- uh, Genevieve Beck or Beck as his latest uh, um, fascination. And yeah. He stalks her throughout the show. Um, season one of you, I'm not going to, for anyone who hasn't seen, I'm not going to spoil it too much, but yeah. um, a series of events happen throughout season one. Obviously he's a stalker. We kind of know where that goes. Uh, usually doesn't end up, they, they usually don't get married and fall in love and have children. This almost did. He almost pulled it off. 
Yeah, almost, but sorry, you know, sorry usually, for the spoiler. Yeah, usually doesn't go that way, and yeah. it ended up not in season one. Um, yeah, but season one ended again. She is just his latest fascination, right? So he has like a history of uh, doing this, and the show starts off with um, some background information. It's like you know his ex girlfriend, right? Like wh- what happened to the last girl he stalked, or the last girl he was interested in? Uh, the season starts off with some mystery around that character, uh, and this season season one ends with her character uh, kind of coming back into the spotlight. So the season two trailer that just dropped, it didn't uh, allude to her being a part of season two, as far as I don't understand, but he has relocated from New York to, well, maybe that's why he's in LA is cause she, cause she pops. Well, whoops. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Uh, but uh, there is something that happens that's <laughs> shocking to him. Um, and yeah, so, so that, that might be part of his relocation. It seems, yeah. it seems like an easy getaway though. You know? Yeah. Um, she, he just moved and she's like, well, damn. You know, <laughs> All right. <laughs> I guess I'm a New Yorker now. <laughs> uh, okay. So uh, season one, uh, when, and I'm trying to find who the who actually created the show. For whatever reason, I'm, I'm having difficulty finding that. But, um, but this show actually is unique because it started off uh, on Lifetime. Um, and then uh, Netflix picked it up uh, and then it turned into a fucking hit. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Yo, could you imagine? Yeah, the come up. Like, if you're an actor on this show, right, and it's all in Lifetime, it's not really doing too well. Um, Netflix picks it up, and then now your name is fucking all over. Like, you're trending on Twitter. Uh, you're getting oh, what's Beck calls this week? for your <laughs> agent is getting calls, and you're getting auditions, and it's just like out of nowhere. It's this wildfire just picks up. Uh, it's got to be a good feeling. It does. It does. Uh, so the the show was actually uh, the showrunners are Greg. Uh, Berlanti, Sarah Gamble, who uh, she used to be a writer as well as a showrunner for uh, Supernatural, uh, and uh, Leslie Morgenstein. Um, so, yeah, I don't know what to expect from season two. Look, I- I'm going to be honest with you. A lot of season one didn't really make too much sense. Um, wasn't I, I don't think this logically show, sound. I don't think this show is is it's supposed to be. <laughs> it's, it's not supposed to make all of the sense in the world. It's supposed to make a little bit of sense, but be very entertaining. You're not really supposed to fall in love with the plot as much as you're supposed to fall in love with the character Joe, the stalker. Because are you supposed to fall in love with him, or are you supposed to just kind of hate him a little bit? No, he's such a. Even when he was killing all those people in season one, he caught a lot of bodies too. I think like five right, so people. Here's here's. Uh, what we might call white privilege. Uh, he can be a dude who is a sadistic serial killer. And yeah. yet we're like, no, nah, he was cool. He was a cool dude. Yeah. He's like, oh, fucked up, right? Like I said, that's why I love OJ still. I don't know why people. Yo. Are... Okay. All right. That's, <laughs> that's love, ring. This, there's the ring. This he ran for 11,000 yards. Uh, did he? Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right I in real life too very uncomfortable with this whole situation you always get uh, uncomfortable when i bring up OJ. I, I do um juice <laughs> so so yeah uh pen bagley's back uh with season two of uh you um i'll obviously tune in i'm not really expecting too much in the way of 
a but it's like you're gonna story. watch. It. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'll tune in. I'll tune in. I'll tune in just to see what happens. So Netflix will get some free viewership, right? Yeah, you don't have to yeah, love it, but yeah. you're gonna watch it. That's pretty much their philosophy. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they do. You don't have to love. You it, have nothing else but to just do. Just watch. Yeah. You don't have a girlfriend. <laughs> no one likes you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they put that into their advertising. <laughs> well, Netflix had that much information on you. Yeah, they they're and they the, messages, yeah, they, emails. They, and they put shows in front of you about guys who also don't have girlfriends. What if they knew that much about you? They probably do. And that's how they choose shows that we think you'll like this. Here's, that's an, probably here's a show what about choose. a lonely guy oh, uh, who stalks young yeah, how do you? How do you think we, we found you? It's because they're like, you sad sons yeah. of bitches. <laughs> People in relationships are like, wait, what's you about? I've never seen that show. <laughs> I've we, never seen a commercial for it. I, I've we, never we just seen watched the marriage story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. All right. Uh let's move forward here. Um I like that series of jokes. Yeah, that was, uh, that was, was very well communicated yeah. mm-hmm. between us. Yeah. I, I, I like the uh the flow we had. Uh, a little tag right. team there. So um so now we have uh the assistant, uh which looks like a very interesting film. Um this is a film starring she was in uh she was in Ozark? drive she was in driver oh wait never mind i'm sorry yeah i don't know what i'm you're thinking about, about um uh, uh in, what is it an innocent woman or uh promising woman a promising, promising young, young woman. woman yeah, yeah. We'll oh talk no about yeah that yeah that's a yeah, yeah that's a, so this movie assistant yes this uh actress she was in the netflix series the ozarks uh also starring yeah, of, of course we we're talking about julia uh, garner mm-hmm. um Who's in that? It was uh, it Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so anyways, the assistant uh, is a look at a day in the life of the assistant to a powerful corporate executive. Um, this film seems very intriguing because uh, it it sort of shows you sort of what the kind of the co- corporate culture is, mm-hmm. uh, and but it's doing that from the perspective of somebody who's like just the, like the, the assistant, right? Yeah. Uh, and I'm very curious what direction they're going to, because they weren't really, they didn't really give you too much of an idea of the direction that they're going to take it in, whether she's going to be the person who sort of is like, you know, aiding and betting, you know, mm-hmm. the people, or she's going to be a victim of, uh, you know, of, of this corporate sort of climate of douchebags and assholes. Um, so there was another um, uh, synopsis here that kind of gives you a little bit more detail. Um, yeah. And, yeah. And IMDb I, I is just, not doing a good I job. I just want to read the last excerpt. Oh, wait. From oh, yeah. yeah. So here we go. Uh, her day is much like any other's assistants making coffee, changing the paper in the copy machine, ordering lunch, tra- arranging travel, taking phone messages, onboarding. Uh, new hire but as jane follows her daily routine she and we grow increasingly aware of the abuse and insidious colors of every uh, sorry the uh abuse that insidiously colors every aspect of her uh work day and accumulation of degradations against which jane decides to take a stand only to discover the true depth of the system in which she has entered um i, I love films like this right mm. that uh take you know, an everyday person or like an everyday job and puts it under a microscope and we get to like really examine the, like what people who are in these jobs or in these roles, like what everyday people go through, uh, you know, whether it's, uh, and we see all the time, we see doctors and lawyers and cops all the time, right? Mm-hmm. But what is like the assist, the everyday assistant go to, go through the bartender or the cab driver or the bus driver, like, you know, 
uh, people in jobs like those who experience a lot of things on a daily basis. And this one, again, focuses on a corporate uh, assistant who and, and I'll say this from my personal experience, like, you know, I, I worked for you know fairly large company here in Baltimore um, and as a part. And I remember I was like uh, uh, interviewing for a job at one point. Right. And I think I've told this story before. And the job was a, a corporate executive. Now, for anyone who doesn't, uh, who's just listening to the show and doesn't know who I am, black male, right? <laughs> and I remember in the interview process, I'm sh- what a stock. Uh, so, but I remember in the interview process, like one of the girls, uh, you know, who was a part of like interviewing me, had said at one point, like, yeah, you know, the people who you normally get these jobs are you know, like, um, you know, pretty blonde sorority girls, right? And when she said that, I immediately knew that, yeah, I'm not going to get this job Mm. Uh, because it was pretty much like, yeah, you know, the corporate executives here at this company really only want uh, sorority girls, pretty blondes, which means, you know, young white women in these roles. Mm -hmm. And you could only imagine like the things that, um, you know, happens in these, in these circles, right? Yeah. Yeah, and then they've got to be young. They've got to be single. Um, the degradation that that they are they're put through, the compromising situations that they're put through or put in, uh, the, like sexual harassment that they have to deal with. Uh, I think this movie is going to be really interesting. And yeah. I think this young woman uh, from the Ozarks, what's her name again? Something Gardner. Uh, Julia Gardner. Julia Gardner. Yeah, uh, I think she's proven herself from what I've seen oh, as yeah, far to be uh, yeah. uh, a, a stellar actress. Yeah, uh, she's done a lot of great work. Uh, just to give you a rundown, um, this is uh, di- being directed and written by uh, Kitty Green. Um, and, uh, and of course, like I said, stars uh, Julia Garner, Matthew uh, McFadden, um, uh, Degmara Domachisk. I don't know. I can't pronounce <laughs> it. It's, it looks Russian. Um, Mackenzie Lay, uh, Noah R- uh, Robbins. Uh, and this film comes out uh, January uh 31st of 2020 um okay let's move on um so uh we got a second trailer for the uh the film um uh mulan uh and uh this trailer i don't know why this film just it looks fantastic to me I mean the like the so far the music sounds seems phenomenal the art the visual effects the costume design there's nothing about this movie so far that doesn't look good the only thing i don't like mm. um is there's a character missing from this uh, film like the dragon like or mushu shit. or mishu or something know. like that never really watched him on when i was he younger, was the, so. the best character in yeah. the movie fair enough i think it was voiced uh, the in the original film it was voiced by i want to say eddie murphy mm. um yeah, which is a character that if you're looking look watching a mulan movie you have an expectation to see and hear from that character. So they're going to, for me, they're going to have to really fill the gap on that. But again, everything I've seen from this film, from this most recent trailer has been stellar. Yeah. Um, Okay. So this film is, uh, uh, let me find myself here. Uh, It's being directed by a Nikki Carroll and was written by Nick Jaffa, uh, Amanda Silver, Elizabeth Martin, Lauren uh, Hynek. Um, and it stars uh, Yafei uh, Liu as, uh, of course, the title character Mulan, Donnie Yen, uh, Jet Li, uh, Li Gong, Jason uh, Scott Lee. Uh, and that's uh, Jimmy Wong. Did you say Jet Li? Yeah, Jet Li. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> and a guy who this is this guy is underrated. Um, Ron uh, Yoon, I want to say is his last name spelled Y U A N. Sure. Um, he's been in. You've seen him in a lot of different projects. Um, he was in. Uh, uh, he was in Marco Polo. He was in uh, Blood and Treasure, which was uh, I think that was a small film. You probably wouldn't know it, so I'm not going to dive into that too much. Uh, he was in uh, a few Mortal Kombat movies, uh, Beyond White. Oh, wait. No, I think I do know who you're talking about. Yeah, um, I, th- I think he was also in the most recent, um, I want to say, Iron Fist on Netflix. I think he had like he featured in like a couple episodes there. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was in Star Wars. What, the, the Old Republic. Rogue One? Oh, no, was the Old a, Republic yeah. is a video game? Yeah, the animated one. So like he's done a lot of projects. But he's he's like one of those faces of the movies that like you if you see him you know him but he's not ever gonna be like top bill. Mm. Uh, so anyway, the cast for this film solid cast, um, a lot some familiar faces, some unfamiliar faces. But again, costume design, the music, uh, the art so far, the art direction so far it looks amazing. Yeah, uh, yeah, everything just looks uh, fantastic with this film. Um, I I can't wait to. Um I can't honestly wait to see it. I, uh, for some reason, I, I, I never really watched Mulan when I was a kid and was, you know, terribly interested in it. But, uh, but this film looks, uh, looks super dope. But yeah, um, why the fuck didn't they bring back Eddie Murphy as Mushu? Maybe they're planning for sequels and they're just gonna. Nah, fuck yeah, that. No, 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 I need a better explanation. <laughs> like, right. I don't. I wasn't in the room. I don't. So, I can't tell seen, you. So, here's what I, what I'm gonna challenge you to do. Mm. Watch the original Mulan. Mm. I, I promise you, it is good. Like you don't have to have kids. You could watch it by yourself at home alone. I think you're lying. I swear, <laughs> it is just a, joking. <laughs> it is just a good movie. Yeah. Um, and you'll see the character Mushu plays a significant role in like the, the entirety of or the maybe story. Uh, Mushu is going to be in a film, and they're just kind of like hiding it for some reason. So like the Mushu plays uh, like the dragon. Her like it's like her family crest. Uh, a dragon that's supposed to like watch over her family. It's a part of her like family's history or heritage or whatever, right? Yeah. Um, the dragon comes to life to protect and watch over Mulan as she goes on this journey. So he plays a very significant role in the story. And the dragons, is as uh, from what I've seen in the trailer, are a part of this story. Mm-hmm. But Mushu. Mushu in particular is not a part hmm. of the story, which is it's just weird to me. It doesn't really make any sense. Strange. And Eddie, it would have been great to have Eddie Murphy reprise that role, yeah. right? But uh, we're not going to get that. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, moving on. Um, let's talk about uh, this Wonder Woman 1980. Four. Uh, this is the sequel to, of course, 2016, 2015s. One of those 15s, yeah. Same year. Uh, Wonder Woman, right? Is that does that sound right? 2015. Is that one? Yeah, it's probably 15 or 16. 15 or 16. Those those two years years? were a blur. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody remembers what happened in those two years. Yeah, uh, history won't care either. (laughs) Yikes. Um. So this is, of course, the the sequel to that film. Um. And uh, this, of course, is being directed by uh, Patty Jenkins uh, and uh, uh, written by Jeff Johns um, and Patty Jenkins, along with a few others. There's there's always like 18 people writing on these uh, uh, 
superhero movies. Uh, but we, uh, th- this film of course stars Gal Gadot as, uh, you know, the title character herself, Wonder Woman. Um, but this time introducing, uh, some characters like, uh, Pedro C- uh, Pascal, the Mandalorian, uh, the Mandalorian himself. Having uh, a big year, this guy. Uh, yeah. Yo, he's killing it right now. Uh, Kristen Wiig, Robin Wright. Oh, actually Robin Wright was already in the franchise, but, um, uh, Chris Pine, of course, is returning. Uh, and maybe we should talk about that for a couple minutes. Um, so, uh, look, uh, everybody who's you know watching this, uh, clearly, I'm sure they watched Wonder Woman. Um, clearly, you probably saw what happened to Chris Pine. He he took a big fat L, um, and uh, bit the big one. Um, and somehow he's back for this film. Uh, it, no yeah. matter no matter how they explain him being back, it's guaranteed to be stupid. Because so the original Wonder Woman movie took place in like what like 19. 19- 20 yeah somewhere around 1930 there. I don't know. maybe uh, yeah. whatever right so in 1984 this has to be almost like anywhere between 50 to 100 years later right nah, i don't think it's 100 years later but yeah my math <laughs> yeah, i was like wait uh, what <laughs> for the sake of the story <laughs> right yeah you said i was bad at math. <laughs> <laughs> did, you, did you see that jump 50 <laughs> to 100 i was like right? wait. Huh? <laughs> uh Put on an APB on a black male between 18 to 50, <laughs> yeah, anywhere between five feet tall and six four. You'd be like, uh, yeah, we're, we're both under arrest. <laughs> That's what I just did there. Yeah. <laughs> so, Yes, they're gonna have to v- explain this. They're gonna have to explain the fuck out of this. No, that, no, uh, that's what I'm saying. You know what? I don't care what their excuse is. It's going to be dumb unless they say he was in the same program as the Winter Soldier, <laughs> where they put him on ice. But comes, he, but comes he, back with a robotic yeah. arm. <laughs> but he, they were like, ah, we didn't have enough arms for you, so you get to keep yours. <laughs> so we give you this keychain. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> here's uh, here's here's a hundred dollars. <laughs> Good luck. It's 1984. <laughs> you know that should last you a little while. Yeah, we'll give you. That's this, the only explanation I'll probably give you this bottle. They, they have to make it somewhat like comedic or funny or. No, I. But I, th- 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 that going to be that dumb. would ruin the movie, right? It's yeah. going to be dumb. What, whatever way they have of explaining it, whether he there was something that because uh, who was it? Uh, Hades. Who was the person? Who was the main? villain in the first one woman it was aries aries, aries yes. right God of uh somehow aries did something and then he's something in travel time it's going to be dumb that's yeah. a, that's the only consistent idea that i think is pervasive in it is yeah. it's going to be and look everybody made such a huge deal about uh the first wonder woman oh my god it's such a great movie it's you know it's, it's, look i i'm going to be straight up with you it was mediocre, at and that's being kind. So I, I I really enjoyed the first Wonder Woman. I thought it was I thought it was really good. I thought it was well done. I th- I thought it was uh, reminiscent to like the first Batman movie, right? Whereas there's character building. Now listen, uh, my head's th- about to explode. I, what? <laughs> this is a DC. You're gonna compare this. Uh, this was DC, not Marvel. No, no, but well, DC. No, DC. Is, is, uh, who's, who's yeah, you're right. You're Batman. right. Batman so you're gonna is compare Wonder Woman. To Batman Begins. In terms of the, what it sets up, right? In terms of... Because the first... The, Batman, the fact that it's a, uh, a prequel to another film? Is that what you're no, saying? So the Batman Begins restarted the story for Batman, right? And sure. allowed some really great storytelling to follow. Mm-hmm. I think the, the first Wonder Woman movie... Because we've seen shitty Wonder Woman appearances... It, and movies it's, it's throughout history, right? It's far and above right? better this, than any of those... The, the previous yeah. films that... 
or this series. to me was like storytelling. Like let's tell some background story first. And now they have the opportunity to fast forward and do some How really come great stuff. You don't have the same energy with Captain Marvel. Because they're kind of they're in fact, I would say Captain Marvel was probably a probably less good than less good. Um probably not as good as no, uh, Wonder Woman. Both less good, not as good. We can use them both. <laughs> um, but they're to me they're comparable in that they didn't really uh they didn't really take any chances with uh either film and the stories were pretty basic um and uh at times kind of just meandering um and that they knew that they would have sequels and they'd have all this other shit so it's just like yeah fuck it like let's just do nothing in this film and you know set up for other films you know yeah um uh so i wonder why you feel so strongly is it because of brie larson that you feel so strongly about no so here's the reason why Uh captain marvel was supposed to be a piece of the puzzle right a piece of the puzzle that was supposed to fit into um phase what was it two of the Marvel Cinematic uh, I Universe. Guess that would be phase three. Uh, phase three of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And then that puzzle, once it pl- fit in, was supposed to tell the story of en- the Endgame story, right? What I didn't like about Captain Marvel was that not only did the puzzle not fit into the story, they kind of like forced and jammed the puzzle in. It, it didn't make sense. Like the whole movie didn't Why? make sense. The storyline didn't make sense. Why? Uh, I mean, you saw the fucking movie. Like, they're up in space battling, doing some shit. They land, they crash into the blockbuster. She jumps on a bike and goes out to the desert and finds, you know, her friend from 20 years ago that she went to middle school with. And then now they're on this mission. Like, it, none of it made sense. It was all too, like, convenient. And I think to your point, they didn't take any chances with that movie. It was very safe. It was very, but not only was it safe, it was predictable and it didn't track. Wonder Woman, on the other hand, wasn't trying to fit into anything. It wasn't trying to fit wasn't into Wasn't it a, though? Well, it was building up to something, but it wasn't built it was building up to like the Justice League movie, right? Uh, here's a here's a classic arranged switcheroo. No, so there's a difference between <laughs> so the Marvel universe is already in play, right? You know, Avengers already happened, Age of Ultron already happened, right? Captain America, Iron Man, like all of that stuff already happened. Captain Marvel just had to fit in. Wonder Woman, on the other hand, was a story that had to be told that was leading up to Justice League. So with Wonder Woman, they started fresh. They they get to tell new, fun, fresh Wonder Woman story that would eventually lead into Justice League. It's different. One is Is a puzzle piece fitting in. The other is a fresh story. No, uh, clearly Wonder Woman was a puzzle piece that was trying to fit it. Like it was a fresh story, but then it was basically just an origin story, right? Uh, of Wonder Woman. Like Batman Begins. But it doesn't mean that it's as good as Batman Begins simply because it's an origin story, right? But by that, I never said it was as good. I likened it just- to... I likened it to Batman Begins in the fact that it was an origin story. Oh, so and, that's okay. And, so, so to me, that's not saying anything. That's just saying, hey, it's an origin movie like Batman Begins, which is like okay. But I mean, it was a good movie. Uh, not by my estimation. It set up what Batman Begins set up, and it was a two good more movie. seconds on this. But uh, I, I still don't. Under, I still don't get like how Captain Marvel is just bad. Wonder Woman was actually really good. Okay, that's the main difference. If you say so. Uh, okay. So anyways, um, but this trailer, um, let's just talk about the trailer real quick. Uh, it didn't really, it didn't really give me anything. Like it didn't, it didn't really do anything for me. 
for anyone who knows like the like knows real Wonder Woman, right? And I what believe does that even? so. She's uh, she's the daughter of uh, the Amazonian princess. She is the daughter of uh, not Zeus. I want to say Apollo. <sighs> Yeah, she's the daughter. Yeah, she, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So she's uh, uh, the I believe the daughter of Athena and Apollo, or maybe Zeus. Zeus fucked a lot of uh, people. He's, Apparently, yeah, he's got a long, uh, long family yeah, tree. He fucked guy. a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. Hercules steps on. He's yeah. got, and I'm. He might also have um, uh, Wonder Woman here. Anyway, yeah, she's half god, right? She's a demigod. Yeah. So her powers are Is, super quick. Note: uh, I always get demigog wait what's a demigod demigod i always get that confused with demigorg demigorg no no demigog is like uh it's it's basically like and i'm gonna fuck the actual definition of it up but it's basically like somebody who i think is like in a position of power who like abuses that power or something. i don't know something yeah. like that but the, and so i would hear people say demigog and i was like oh you mean like you know hercules and they'd just be looking at me like no, that's, yeah, not, yeah. that's not what we're talking about. <laughs> here's, here's what you here's what you have to do. Just stop that. <laughs> They're different. Just stop getting confused. That's all you have to do. Um, but like, so again, Wonder Woman, she's half god, she's demigod. She's you know the daughter of a god, right? Yeah. So her powers are. Um, I mean, if you look at how things should really go in in the in that universe, yeah. Wonder Woman technically should actually be stronger than superman why because she is half god superman is just an alien from another planet right so i think in this movie like the action looks bigger and better and like you see her using her lasso to swing from like the thunderbolts coming down from the heavens right like big action scenes like that i think are are what people are going to be wanting to see from this character as she continues to evolve and understand her powers um this first trailer looked good. Yeah. I, and I thought Pedro Pascal kind of looked cartoonish in it. Um, I know he's playing who Max uh, uh, Max Lord. Yeah. Um, to be honest, the first like three times I saw it, I didn't even realize. I thought that was just a white guy. <laughs> just a white dude. Yeah. I didn't even being, realize being white that dude. was Pedro. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyways, uh, look, I, 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 I'm obviously still going to watch the movie, but uh, yeah, it is what it is. Like I, I didn't really... Uh, I didn't. I didn't think it was. Uh, it didn't look that uh, that great to me. Um, but sexist um, pig. How is that even? Okay, fair enough. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> 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 like, didn't we, we talk about that when it when it came to like Charlie's Angels, right? Like, just because I don't like the movie doesn't mean like I'm sexist. It yeah. just means that I just don't like. But the movie. it's like, just you know, but you know, people are gonna label that right. Like, ah, oh, you're sexist. You didn't like Charlie's Angels. Like, nah, the movie fucking sucked. Like, I dare you to watch that. It's all. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen How it? You feel? They're like, uh, uh. I saw the trailer. <laughs> season eight of Game of Thrones. Boy, that was a letdown. Yeah. It's like, wait, no, no, no. <laughs> Did you see the movie or not? <laughs> All right. Uh, let's let's uh, flash forward here. Um, uh, so the next one we're going to talk about, uh, the trailer coming out, was uh, uh, a movie that... Now you want to talk about something that looks good. This look good. We're talking about Ghostbusters Afterlife, um, which uh, is coming off the heels of um, the 2016, 2017, 2016. All the same uh, year. All those years blend together. 
uh, yeah, all those middle years of any decade usually blend together for me. But um, 15, 16, 17, 18. Yeah, it's, it's all the same thing. Uh, but um, this is a film. Uh, let me make sure this is right. Um, yeah, this is a this is a film that uh, yeah, it's coming off the heels of the uh, Ghostbusters like sort of semi reboot or full reboot, I guess, of uh, the Ghostbusters franchise. Uh, but that was, shall we say, unsuccessful. Um, and this is the one with um, um, uh, Melissa McCarthy, uh, Kristen Wiig, uh, uh, what's her name, Jones, Leslie Jones, yeah, um, and uh, Kate McKinnon. Um, you know why I think that movie failed, mm. and this might be controversial, um, <laughs> but I think a, a a big part of the problem, right, is when you see these like role reversals, right, or these like casting reversals, where like you you know a movie that was like male dominated in the beginning, and now hey we're gonna do this movie, we're gonna redo it, and now we're gonna have an all female cast, right? A lot of times, what happens is it's not like they're telling like fresh new story and from a different perspective in a unique way. It's like, we're going to take that male dominated movie. We're going to redo it as a female dominated movie. It's like, no one has a problem with that. Most people don't. There are some assholes who do. Mm -hmm. Um, But if you're going to do it, tell new, fresh, great story. Right. Um, I think that's why the most recent Ghostbusters failed. There was nothing new or fresh or different about it. It was just, 2016 2017 all female cast and that was re- that was really the only difference i think that might be at least somewhat true but i think the main reason why it failed is because it just wasn't a good movie like i yeah. so i actually watched it uh, which is mean why why which is what i mean when i say you got to tell like new fresh good story nah, right? even if this was like a fresh thing like it just was like the jokes were just not funny uh it, it uh it, it felt like it was trying too hard um, and then for some reason, even though they had so much chemistry in Bridesmaids, uh, most it didn't McCarthy, translate here. It didn't yeah. translate here. Um, and, uh, yeah, it just wasn't, it was just like, it was like this very, and as weird and campy as the first Ghostbusters were, this just felt like it was like, it was like almost like a parody of Ghostbusters, you know? Um, and like an SNL skit turned into a movie or something. Basically, that's what it looked like. Um, and yeah, it just didn't, it wasn't, yeah, it just wasn't a good movie, period. Um, I, I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say like, oh, like, you know, if you replace, you know, something that was previously an all male cast with an all female cast, like, I, I don't, to me, I, I don't really see that as even like a thing, right? Like, even if you're redoing the same story, because we see reboots all the time. Yeah. Um, And uh, I'm I'm not necessarily one for reboots, but fuck it. If you're going to do it, do it, right? Um, That's not even it, but just, like, make sure you... uh, Make sure you don't try to, like... Make sure you're not crossing into that parody sort of, like, you know, uh, line with the where it seems like work. forced and it seems clownish and it seems yeah, like it seems you like know? you're just trying to do and it's almost like you're making better. fun of that yeah. no no it, well it makes it, it makes it seem like you're trying to make fun of that thing when it's just like no people really like fuck with this thing and they really yeah. like enjoyed it so with you making it kind of cartoonish and weird and silly yeah then we're definitely not gonna like it like, yeah we like that original one so if you're gonna do it again just give us something uh give us a newer one but like 
tell us a new story and, yeah. and make it it has to be good yeah uh but anyways uh what i like about this movie this uh new ghostbusters film yeah, let, me, let me give the uh synopsis yeah. before we we jump into it. uh when a single mom and her two kids arrive in a small town uh they begin to discover their connection to the original ghostbusters and the secret legacy their grandfather uh left behind uh this was uh this is being directed by um uh jason uh reitman uh and is written ironically enough by um or actually I don't know if he he wasn't a writer on the actual screenplay for this, but uh, but uh, Dan Aykroyd is being credited, uh, and it's basically saying based on characters created by, and I guess uh, speaking about Dan Aykroyd, uh, Gil uh, Keenan, uh, Harold Ramis, who's also is based on characters created by him, uh, and then of course Jason Reitman, um, and the film stars uh, Carrie Coon, um, Paul Rudd, uh, Bill Murray. Bill Murray's in this film. Mm-hmm. Um, he won't die. Uh, <laughs> Annie Potts, uh, Sigourney Weaver. That's awesome. So I guess we're going to see how that couple sort of ended up. Um, so I don't know. Did, did you watch Ghostbusters? Yeah. yeah, as a, yeah. As a kid? So remember Sigourney Weaver and uh, uh, um, Bill, uh, Murray's. Bill Murray's character. They they sort of had like a thing. Yeah. Um, so I guess we get to see how all that sort of and, uh, ended. Um, and then um, Finn... Uh, uh, Wolfhard, who is uh, who plays Mike on um, Stranger Things. Yeah, uh, he is also in the film. Um, yeah, I, I gotta say, for a first trailer, man, this—I mean, it didn't blow my socks away. It didn't, you know, but it, it for whatever reason, it made something like this is what I would have wanted out of a rebooted, you know, um, you know, uh, you know movie with you know starring Kristen wig and yeah. mccarthy it, it, not something cartoonish but something more in this sort of reality base like even though it's just like weird they're chasing ghosts and all this other yeah. shit it was like always sort of grounded in some ways like in reality like it like even in the 80s like it, it did kind of was seen kind of a little a little bit campy but it also kind of took itself a little at least a little serious you know yeah with, with the reboot it just seemed like they just went full-blown this is just oh we know this is all made up and stupid and yeah and i hesitate to call this movie a reboot because it's definitely it's a continuation continuation. uh so i I believe this takes place what like 30 years um since the last ghost sighting right yeah at Um, least that's what they say in the uh i think the trailer trailer. uh so this is you know everybody knows ghosts are a real thing right that thing really happened it's just been a long time since and um mom two kids they move into i think her like father's or grandfather's house out in the country yeah i can't wait to explore like who like who their grandfather is like w- like which one of the the ghostbusters which one of the ghostbusters is. yeah 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 it's gonna be, it's gonna be fun. Um, so it's gonna be it's really and, and again to your point it looks good paul rudd um you know he seems like he's gonna deliver here as usual he always does man um you know that paul rudd has the stranger strangest or stranger uh he had this he's had the strangest career in that when he first started out there was no way you could predict that this is the kind of career he had i remember watching the movie something delivery uh late delivery or something like that and he started it and his uh i remember his name and the thing was uh, trips or something like that right um and he just played this very sort of like jim carrey-esque kind of like he was just you know doing all this slapstick comedy comedy, yeah Yeah, um uh, and he started a movie with uh i think it was i want to say it was um Reese Witherspoon, um, who was in a movie with him. Um, and it's about him. Like he has a girlfriend 
and I think he mistakenly sends like sends her like a breakup letter or something like that, and he then regrets sending the breakup letter. So he starts this like cross country trip to like her college uh, to like get there before like the letter gets there or some shit. Anyways, um, uh, there's no way watching that movie. I was thinking now this guy's going to, he's got a long career in Hollywood and I was fucked up. You know, who the fuck am I to say that? But I swear to you, like watching that as a, as a, as a, you know, I think I was like maybe like 10 or 11 at the time, but, um, Watching that back then, there was just simply no way I would have predicted this. Yeah, because it's like his his style of comedy. Uh, it seems like you, you see a lot of actors, you know, every few years come out and they have like that kind of vibe where it's like they're, you know, they're good actors, but they play the more like funny comedic relief vibe, right? Where Paul, what Paul Rudd happens to do better than I, and I think Jason Bateman kind of does this really good in a certain way is the ability to both play a serious character like hey like i'm a real like serious actor and character in this show or this movie but i have a great well-timed sense of humor Mm -hmm. uh, in every character he plays but you never really see his characters in the movie as like oh he's just like the clown he's the comedian the movie it's like no he's a person that you know has a real story but who just also happens to be very funny and sarcastic. Whereas yeah. like, for example, Ryan Reynolds, right? A lot of times who his, talk about next. his sarcasm and his comedy can kind of, for me, uh, now it gets overtake yeah. the character he's playing in the movie. Yeah. Uh, and, and honestly, because, uh, so, uh, you know, and we'll, we'll talk about Ryan Reynolds in a sec, but, um, yeah. Anyways, go, those and it, it also things. helps Paul Rudd that he does not fucking age. No, he doesn't. A uh, guy looks like he's <laughs> he, still, 22 yeah he yeah. could play like a, a character in his late 20s still yeah i wanted to say 23 but then i, I it did come out weird yeah, yeah. i audible to 22 so it came out 23 yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I, I caught it <laughs> all right uh ghost officers afterlife uh that is going to be released uh july 3rd of 2020 just before july 4th hmm. interesting mm. is july 4th on a saturday this coming in 2020 dangerous yo <laughs> nobody will be alive (laughs) the next day um okay Uh, you know why that sucks though because if it's like if july 4th is like let's say it's a thursday right or let's say july 4th is a friday they'll give you off thursday Mm. right you get july 4th you get the floating holiday and you get the extended weekend yeah no no, you get the floating holiday so you so you, you can either take it you know before or after uh the the actual holiday what do you mean like you can take the friday or you, or you can take the monday or you could just use one or, or and I, I don't know if this is what happens where you're at but <laughs> um no but i can uh they, yeah if it's on a if the holiday falls on a weekend then you get what's called a floating holiday meaning that you can just treat it as like another pto day but you can and you can use it at any point in time yeah i guess i've heard like different terminology but like it being on a saturday right there's gonna be like oh yeah you got saturday you got sunday see so you work on monday no, but that's what I'm saying. Like some people would take off on Friday or, or, or can still take off on Monday if they wanted to, but you don't have to, is I guess the point. No, it's America. <laughs> see America, Jack. See you on Monday. Yeah, I'll start talking <laughs> to you like Biden. It's America, Jack. No, there's nobody mm. that sounds more. You're a damn liar, Jack. <laughs> like what? I wouldn't even be offended. I'd be like, okay. Okay. Did, did you okay, see that Grandpa conversation? Joe? Did you see that? Like um, that uh, town hall he had where the guy was like, um, you know, 
saying some things about like uh, how he thought Joe Biden didn't have a backbone. And he was a Democrat, but he was like, you know, I, I don't think you have a backbone. I think you're going to flip flop or whatever. And Joe Biden got upset. He was like, you're yeah. a damn liar, Jack. <laughs> it's just like, uh, I was like, all right. <laughs> damn, I kind of want to vote for this old motherfucker. Are you serious? <laughs> In that moment. No, that, in, in that, that moment, that I'm did like, the complete opposite of me because it's like, yo, this dude's in, he's confused about what decade it is. I don't think he understands. This is we did, the, we're the, just getting done the, to twenty ten. No, I like that. Keep that. You gotta no, no, keep that. It's it's retro for us, meaning that uh, it's kind of cool that like yeah we. But he's not saying it because he's trying to be like he's like trying to bring it back. He's saying it because that's all he fucking knows. Yeah, he's stuck true. in nineteen eighty two. That's that's nineteen eighty four is for one woman. Uh, that's where Joe is stuck. <laughs> <laughs> but. At the same time, I still liked it. I was like, okay, Joe's he's got a little bit of backbone. He can fire the, back. The the uh the phrase for his campaign in I forget what what state that they were. Yeah, I have no idea what it is. The, the the phrase for his campaign is no malarkey. Ooh, not, <laughs> not good. Really? His campaign manager is like, we're gonna run with this, Joe. No malarkey. The kids, no you'll 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 win the uh, youth uh, and the minority. They'll vote come out of drugs sure. for you, Joe. Yeah, if you say no malarkey, you, and if you wave your finger at them, you know, you're gonna no feel malarkey. like their old grandfather, right? No, no. Minority voters aren't heard. gonna feel like. Yeah, no. yeah, they're gonna be like, yo, that's no the malarkey. racist old white guy who lived across the street. Did you hear a story about corn pop? Mm-mm. Oh my. Okay. Well, uh, another, another story time. for another day. All right. Um, Okay, let's let's jump into this uh, this other trailer here. We have a shit ton of trailers, so bear with us here. Um, uh, but we we got a trailer for uh, a, of course, uh, as I said about you know when we're talking about Ghostbusters Afterlife, but um, uh, Ryan Reynolds. Uh, we have a trailer for him for the film Free Guy, and uh, the synopsis uh, for the film is. If I can find it here, um, a bank teller discovers that he's actually uh, an NPC, which is, I guess, a non-playable character inside a brutal uh, open-world video game. Uh, and so Ryan Reynolds, uh, of course, plays the uh, character of Guy. Uh, <laughs> um, and uh, and I guess before I run, do the rundown of the who's in it, um, this is being directed by Sean Levy and is uh, written by Matt Lieberman. Um, as well as uh, uh, Zach Penn. Um, and the film has just a shit ton of people in it that uh, that I that I, I'm huge fans of. Uh, Taika Waititi. Uh, 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 maybe that's the only person. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I started to look at the actual that's list. That's I was like, a Wait. huge letdown. <laughs> uh, no, but it, it does have a little rel in it. Um, Although I'm not such a big little Ralph fan. Yeah. Um, hey, but he's still here, so good for him. <laughs> Should he have died? Is that? <laughs> I mean, his after Get Out, his last pro- few projects I've seen have been very Ooh. lackluster. Yeah, to um, say the least. Yeah. Shut up, Ram. Yeah. Um, okay, and then some other people. Um, but anyways, uh, yeah, this film looked... Um, I wasn't sure what to make of it. I'm still not sure what to make of it. Uh, yeah, uh, it, I'm not sure what to make of it either, but... What about like talk about an original idea though, right? Is it? Yes, I mean, is it original idea? To, yes, to make a video game, right? Now, I, I, I guess you could say maybe Wreck It Ralph. <laughs> oh yeah, you got like Wreck It Ralph, and then you have um, 
what's Spielberg's name that he came up? Ready Player One. Um, and I, and I know those are different, I still give those are different a, things. An origi- I, I would say it's original in that, like you're really focusing on um, this character, this non-playable character, realizing that he's in, and like, okay, well, I want to join the fun too, right? Yeah. I think it's an original in that sense. Where Ready Player One and Wreck and Ralph were a combination of, where there were a bunch of characters who knew they were in a game, and they were like, oh, we've got to protect our games. Yeah, no, what I'm saying is, is like, uh, it it's slightly original in that. Like it's coming at it from that particular perspective, but in terms of like the whole video game sort of aspect to it, it's just yeah. like uh, it's it's it it's hard to be super like extremely original these days, right? Yeah. Fuck. Um, I mean, who's coming up with new ideas? Like, do you know how stressful it is come up with a new well, idea? I, as they say, uh, there is no such thing as a new idea. No, yeah, it's, it's already it's already been done before. If, if you're, Let's do it if, better. If you're arrogant enough to believe that you've had like an original idea that literally nobody's ever thought of. Yeah, uh, like, did you hear about the 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 white Canadian woman who tried to start a uh, like a head wrap? Do you know how like you know black women wear like the head wraps at night? <laughs> yeah, she's tried to start a uh, a head wrap business. Like, um, you know, we call them do rags, right? Mm-hmm. Um, well, they wouldn't. Uh, do women, uh, black women don't call. What, them what do they call it? Like, the, uh, the hair bonnets, or I don't know. I just yeah. don't know they don't call. Right. Them but ba- she basically start, tried to. St- it would be like some white Canadian man saying like, "Well, uh, I'm." I invented this product called a do rag to uh, protect my hair and give it a wavy like texture. And I was like, Say, wait, what the fuck are you talking about, Jack? <laughs> no malarkey. <Yeah. laughs> Joe Biden in here really quickly. <laughs> this guy talking about. Yeah, he, he speaks white guy. So uh, yeah, 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 but yeah, yeah. So um, uh, unless you're that the the that white woman in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> nothing is original fair enough uh so uh and talking about free guy um yeah it just um yeah i don't know if i have too much to say about it it just uh i i really can't form too much because ryan Reynolds movies uh aside from deadpool look deadpool let, let, let's let's be honest here man if it weren't for deadpool i'm not sure how serious we all would take ryan Reynolds. yeah i'm if it weren't for deadpool i mean he has a certain style, right? And but his, he he never like breaks from it. It's 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 always just that super sarcastic, you know, kind of dry, not dry wit, but you know, um, it's just that like that. I don't even know what to call it. It's like that somewhat extreme. It's like a mixture of just sarcasm and dry humor, right? Like yeah. extremely dry sarcasm. Yeah, I, I don't know that. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know, know if it's a thing, um, but. Yes, Deadpool definitely certified him, right? And if it wasn't for Deadpool, I think we would still see a lot of Ryan Reynolds. Um, no, I, I still think we'd see a lot of them, but we we like, would it wouldn't be that big yeah, of a deal. We, like, oh, we, we would great. just be towards the 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 end of it where we're ah, we're getting tired of this, right? <laughs> yeah. Deadpool is like actually it was so good. Yeah, we like this guy. Yeah, uh, I I'm I'm starting to sour on Deadpool. I, I honestly I can't I, I actively can't sit through Deadpool too. I I watched one and I actually liked it, but then it's just like I still watch Deadpool too, and it's just it's literally just the same exact yeah, thing. It's, a lot of the same. In fact, just even more aggressive. And it's just like uh, there's only so much like super like sarcastic like meta sort of like where it's just like I I've already you've already shown me this like there's yeah. nothing the the story and nobody goes to a Deadpool movie for the story. No, you're not. You go for crude uh, humor look, and, and I've seen a movie violence. like three times. I still can't tell you what the story plot was in Deadpool 2. I have no idea. 
What was the what was the plot? Hold on, let me think back. Deadpool two. Um, didn't they kill his girl or something like that? And then he just went on. I have uh, no idea. Or did it happen in one? I think that happened yeah, in one. See, yeah, who knows? <laughs> uh, but so like again, I think Ryan Reynolds is good in that. Like, I think he's. Oh, he, Cable! Cable was in two. Yes, and yes, like, and then he yeah. he. I mean, he, what a phenomenal year. Um, uh, Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin had, but uh, yeah, Ryan Reynolds. He's he's a good actor, and he just happens to be. Uh, you know, good looking and in great shape, so he can do like the action movie stuff too, uh, like like what you're gonna see in Six Underground. Um, yeah, I'm but really yeah, watch Deadpool movie. put him on a certain stage or plateau in which like he's he's definitely like arrived in Hollywood as like a leading man, uh, but he has a style, and to your point, he doesn't depart from it. Yeah, you should watch. Um, if there's a night and you're doing nothing, you can't figure out what to watch. Have a drink or two, yeah. and then watch Six Underground, <laughs> and then right? watch Six Underground. Yeah, yeah. Not have a drink until no, no. You as you're watching, but no. before have a drink or two you first, it, it'll soften, it'll it'll numb you up a little bit, right? <laughs> so you, you won't be looking for story and plot, and and you'll more openly and willingly accept mindless action, extreme camera angles, yeah. explosions. Well, and I mean, it's Michael Bay. Sex so, dropped know. in randomly here and there. Yeah, well, it's Michael Bay. So he, yeah. he, he has the propensity of a 12-year-old child. Uh, it, it, when you're a kid and you're thinking, oh man, what's really great as an action movie? Uh, that's essentially what Michael Bay yeah. thinks of. Uh, Michael Bay movie movies be- are just like... <laughs> Yeah, that's helicopter. You've literally. I felt like I'm. Wa- I'm, I'm watching a Michael explosion movie right now. That's <laughs> you know driving scene, like car chase scene, more gunfire, more sex yeah, explosions, some Dutch angles, and you have yourself emotional a, speech moment uh, yeah. where one character rallies all the other characters together. They complete the mission. More explosions and sex. End of movie. Oh, yeah, there you go. All right, uh, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> all right, um, here's a film that I'm actually highly interested in. I think it looks very, uh, very very interesting film um we have a uh uh, promising young woman um oh i'm sorry and i didn't even say when free guy comes out uh eventually (laughs) (laughs) at some point in time smoothie will come out you'll have to look for it yeah oh i did say it uh it's july 3rd july 3rd of uh 2020 um okay anyways uh promising young woman um uh this is a film that uh, uh, is a uh, young is about a w- young woman uh, who's traumatized by a tra- uh, tragic event in her past. Seeks out vengeance against men who cross her path. Uh, and this is being directed by uh, Emerald uh, Fennel, who uh, written and directed by Emerald Fennel, um, who does some other work. I think she. I think she wrote for killing eve yeah she wrote for killing eve um yeah and, and some other great th- things that she's done but um yeah this uh this, this looks really interesting and it has uh, uh the cast behind it um is a very interesting sort of uh congregation of of actors and actresses uh you have bo burnham laverne cox uh uh clancy brown um uh, uh, Allison Bree, uh, Adam Brody, uh, Connie Burton, um, uh, yeah, Max Greenfield, uh, just a, just a weird sort of mashup of, uh, and the lead actress, her name is, is uh, Carrie Mulligan. I'm sorry, right? Carrie Mulligan. And I, sorry, I didn't at least lead with that. Um, 
Yeah. Uh, and I really like Carrie Mulligan. I, I liked her in The Great Gatsby. Um, she was in Driver as well, starring Ryan Gosling. Um, what other movie was she in? If you uh, scroll down oh, sure. a little bit. Um, uh, she was in another recent movie. Mudbound, I, Wildlife. Mudbound. No, Mudbound. No, no, nope, no, I, thought, no. Okay. I was thinking about Mud. Uh, Suffragette. I don't even know if I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, Skylight. Uh, Inside Lewin Davis. Uh, Shame. Never let go. I mean, do you want me to keep going no, here? No, this? No, I, uh, did you, you haven't said it? it. Nope. Okay. I forgot. Anyway, uh, so I do like Carrie Mulligan. I think she's she's a, a phenomenal actress. And in this movie, uh, to your point, uh, a comment you made before we started recording, it's if you watch the trailer, it's hard to tell if her character is a villain or if she's like the good guy in this movie, right? Like, I mean, she's doing- Good some, woman. Good woman. Movie. Yep. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Fuck. Don't screw that yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. No uh, malarkey. I can't <laughs> be politically correct here. It's almost 2020. Um, so yeah, you can't tell if she's, uh, you know, is she, is she the villain or is she the 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 good guy, good woman with just a bit of troubling past, right? Mm. The, is she like the, the good character who just takes uh, some routes that you wouldn't expect right some darker roads but eventually uh her intentions are good or is again she just the villain here and it's hard to tell yeah but this looks good yeah it looks really good i I think this is going to explore like the darker side of like um well not even really the darker side but it's just going to (laughs) explore it's all dark what like what post-traumatic stress uh, would look like right when when yeah. something's happening in your past and you have to deal with it and live in it every day and when you get to a breaking point right it's like like some people get to that point and then they're like all right i'm gonna move on from this traumatic past and some people so other people get to that point they're like you know well, now i'm gonna take action that action isn't always you know positive thing and i think this is what we might be getting here yeah and it uh the trailer at the very minimum speaks to something that uh is sort of like a taboo not even a taboo topic but a topic that i know guys don't necessarily want to uh acknowledge i guess is the word i'm looking for um but like this whole idea of like we saw it in the 40 yard version of like you know the hunting the gazelle as they say uh you know women who are you know at a club or a bar who look just trashed and you know being drunk um and then guys you know basically picking them up and like dude that that's basically just that basically that is a date rape you know yeah um and this trailer speaks directly to that um in a very uh <laughs> you know i'm sure people watching this are like yeah like fuck like I, I wish like this was real like somebody actually did this of like you know you, you you know guy picks up a woman he sees that is just super wasted and, and drunk uh and then it turns out she's not you know and and she's 100 aware you know and then she I, it seems as though i don't know if she kills these dudes or if she just yeah, exposes and it, them and that's what know. i love about this trailer is yeah it, it doesn't, doesn't tell it, you it's not explicitly <laughs> clear what happens yeah um but yeah, you know, there are a lot of guys who like, you know, at a bar, if they see a drunk girl, it's like, okay, well, you know, got one, right? Yeah, like, let me, yeah. let me see if I can uh, get her home. Um, and, you know, she's obviously found not necessarily, like, you know, she's, she's got her own little trick up her sleeve, right? Yeah. In a way to identify those guys, target them, and then kind of turn the table on them. This movie looks good. Yeah. Um, 
I want to see a second trailer from this movie to, to give me a little I bit honestly, more perspective. I honestly don't. I just want to see the movie. You did, really? I just want to see it. I, I feel like I want one more I'm trailer. Sold. They they sold me. Yeah. 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 I uh, I don't and I don't want so like part of a movie. Part of a, the trick of a trailer is to keep you interested, but at the same time, not obviously not give away a lot of the plot points. And I think that this was, this is what the trailer did perfectly. It balanced giving you a sense of what the movie was without giving away the entire, at least what it seems like it didn't, didn't give away the entire film. Yeah. You definitely have a lot of questions, uh, after watching and the right amount of questions, like not like, Oh, I don't know what the fuck happened there. Uh, you know, I I can't make form an opinion about it. Um, but it, 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 it gave you just enough where you're interested, but not enough where you feel like, oh, I've seen this movie already. There's really no reason for me to go, you know, pay money to go see it. Yeah. Um, and one of the things that I have to call out here is, um, uh, so, and uh, whose character was it? It may have been Bo Burnham's character. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in the trailer, she. Hey, shout out to Bo Burnham, by the way. No, I'm sorry. It's a uh, uh, Connie Britton who mm-hmm. plays Dean Walker. So in the trailer, Carrie Mulligan, um, at one point it looks like she's a student in med school and she's confiding in maybe like the dean of administration or or some high faculty member within the university that she's experienced some type of uh, like sexual assault or like sexual misconduct, right? Yeah. And um, uh, again, Connie Britton's character, uh, Dean- Connie Britton. No, well, that's the character's name, right? Connie Britton? No, Connie no Britton so that, that's her real name. Actress, yeah. So Connie Britton, who plays uh, Dean Walker, Dean. Oh, it uh, is Britton. Dean Walker. Yeah. Her response is, you know, I have to give, I would imagine this professor the benefit of the doubt that this sexual assault didn't happen, right? Yeah. And that speaks to, you know, that's a lot of direct social commentary, right? Because right now we're in we're in we're in a space and time in which like a lot of people who are guilty of these like sexual assaults, whether it's like. I, you know, at the university or in the, in the work, in the like corporate workspaces, uh, in professional sports, in the music industry, wherever it may be, are being like called out more now than they've ever been. Right. But there's still a lot of places where like people are protected. Right. Yeah. Um, so and I think this highlights a place in which you see this female um, faculty member at the school kind of like protecting what seems like uh, a culture of social misconduct by saying, well, I have to give this professor the benefit of the doubt because he's being accused by a student and a professor wouldn't do that. Uh, so a part of the problem here, and we talked about this earlier, is complacency in environments in which people in power want to stay in power or protect mm-hmm. other people in power. Mm-hmm. So they're suppressing the voices of the people who are experiencing misconduct, again, in order to protect themselves. And that's, I feel like, what this movie is going to be a, a lot about. That's what character, Carrie Mulligan's character is is dealing with. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so interesting perspective there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so this, this movie is due out uh, April uh, 17th of uh, 2020. Uh, promising young woman. All right. Uh, moving on from that to uh you know we talk about people in power abusing power you know and uh you know doing things that are really fucked up and somehow getting away with it uh we turn now our attention to the patriots uh (laughs) uh, so i I just want to do um just a quick little thing about this i don't want to go into like you know full-blown uh debate about this but um we've got um uh Bill Belichick uh, in a, a little bit of hot water 
uh, as they might say, um, uh, or the Patriots in general, in a little bit of hot water because uh, they apparently have uh, been caught red-handed, um, potentially spying on the Bengals. And well, why they would need to spy on the Bengals is a is a mystery. Although, if you're at the top, you kind of take whatever opportunity. You just do whatever you want because it's like. I can do that. You know what the Patriots should have done? They should have just brought in Joe Biden. Right? <laughs> <laughs> when, when they sound, here, Jack. <laughs> you're a damn liar, Jack. <laughs> That's all the defense you need. <laughs> Listen, Joe, what do you bill per hour? He's like, I don't care. I bill 2500 an hour for my representation. Joe, I want you on retainer. Okay. <laughs> I just need you to show up, call him a damn liar. Case closed. Wag your finger at them and say, no malarkey. No malarkey. You're a damn liar, Jack. Um, Case dismissed. Anyway, so so to give you a background, uh, so it was the Browns and Bengals game that uh, 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 was happening, and I think a scout from the Patriots was uh, in the press box. I think it was a press box. um, Essentially watching the game, and apparently there was a camera crew that was following this uh, scout uh, from the Patriots uh, who, uh, I guess they were doing some sort of documentary on the, the, the scout, but they were sort of an independent contractor that they don't, the film crew does not work for the Patriots, but we're making maybe some sort of document, uh, 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 documentary for the Patriots. Yeah. Um, Dude, I got, I got to pause you for a second. Yeah. I thought of something so terribly, oh God. terribly, <laughs> somewhat prejudiced, maybe even racist. Uh, <laughs> when you said the Browns versus the Bengals, I thought of life of pie. Why? Little brown Indian kid in the boat uh, with the t- with the bangle uh, tiger. Let's move on immediately. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. Ex- I don't explore this. I was like, yeah, yeah that's uh, exactly what happened. We're trying, to, we're trying to get this podcast off the ground. We're trying to get some uh, sponsorships. Trying to avoid <laughs> lawsuits. But Jesus, fairly accurate. Yeah, yeah. I'm just of what on. real life Browns I'm gonna pretend. I'm just going to cut this part out of the entire podcast. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, you. Uh, so you have all that happening, and then uh, the camera crew uh, essentially gets questioned by the uh, the Bengals because this is at the, the Bengals um, um, uh, stadium, uh, and you have them being questioned uh, by the security there, saying, "Hey, what the fuck are you filming?" Uh, and apparently, there's a rule that uh, you can't film you know, the field, uh, you know, if, if you're doing anything like that, uh, in which case, I, I guess somebody saw that they potentially were filming the, 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 the actual field itself. Um, and what the Patriots claim is that, oh, they're just filming B-roll, you know, it's nothing big, whatever. Uh, but then what the, the rumor, rumor has it uh, that they, it was an extensive amount of uh, field footage yeah, that they Roughly like that eight they minutes. Is, yeah. Is what... You said that. I didn't really find that anywhere, but um, it, it, if you said it was there, it's, it's there. I believe it was. Yeah. Um, so uh so you essentially you know you have the the nfl investigating um people are calling this obviously spygate 2.0 um i think at this point if you if you're the nfl and you don't i I guess what they're you know what a lot of people are saying are is is that uh if you're a fan of the patriots or you know you're, you're you're just a diehard patriots whatever um then you you'd come down on the side of it of oh like it, this is all being overblown um even the original spy gate was overblown um the deflate gate was overblown which i kind of tend to believe but um 
that's the side of it you come down on, right? If you're if you hate the Patriots and you're just saying, oh no, they fu- they did it again and they're about to get away with it again, um, I think I, I think this is the basic takeaway that I take from it is, and again, this is the only thing I want to say about it because I, I want this to be a shorter segment, but if you're at the top of something, you can't continuously act as if the rules don't apply to you. Yeah. And that's what the Patriots consist. I don't care if they filmed the field for 30 seconds or eight minutes, as, as you say, uh, you don't just get to do whatever the fuck it is that you want to do and act like, no, somebody, what's the big deal? No, I just filmed it for 30 seconds. Relax. It's not that big. of a, No, that's the fucking rules. And yeah. if you can't abide by the rules, then you don't you don't have a place here. Like there's no place for you because what you what you consistently find with the Patriots is that it, it and it, and this is something that I want to expand upon like to like the just the general public is you have people who are in positions of power and they continuously do things that undermined any sort of laws or anything like that and then they turn back to you the person calling them out for that and they were like what what's the big deal yeah. But you would have zero problem in chastising me if I were to do the same shit you're doing right now. So it's basically you you scream bloody murder when you think somebody's breaking the rules. But when you're breaking the rules, you're like, oh, it's not a big deal. What? No. Yeah. What do you mean? It's not and big, and it's the not reason is because like time and time again, the Patriots organization has been allowed to uh, kind of skate away from you know, holding themselves responsible for some of these things. Again, whether whether or not you think Spygate or Deflategate was overblown or, or, or um, uh, if you thought, you know, the Patriots didn't receive the punishment that they should have, here we are again with another Patriots scandal about something that's potentially cheating, right? If you're recording the, another team's sideline for several minutes, right, which you're ho- – what are you doing that for? I mean, you don't need seven minutes of B-roll. You just need a few a few shots, right? A few uh, uh, clips to maybe make like 10, 5, 10, 15 second uh, pieces to add into whatever segment you're producing. You don't need seven to eight, nine minutes of footage in order to uh, get some decent B-roll, right? Yeah. And again, I, I don't, I, I look, that might be uh, very well might be true in terms of that's how long they were recording. Uh I don't know. Again, I, I might have to search a little deeper about it. Um, but but even uh, even if it even if it was or it wasn't, I think that's besides the point. I, and, and Patriots are basically trying to say, "Oh, hey, that had nothing to do with us. That was an independent contractor. They're doing their own thing. They didn't have any sort of directors uh, from us." But if if I were a betting man and you were trying to you were trying to skirt the rules as far as that goes, like filming another team. That's exactly what I would say. No, they're just filming B-roll. No, yeah, it's not a big deal. It's the easiest cover that you, exactly. you can plausible you can deniability. Uh, that that's exactly uh, what what they would go for. Um, and then for uh, Bill Belichick, you know, someone who's a, who's he, he knows every aspect of not only his organization but the NFL, um, the game of football in general. So for Bill Belichick to say, "Hey, I had no." Uh, idea of what was going on like i didn't even know they were there i didn't now granted and these film these uh, videographers right are like they make 
segments and different pieces year round within the organization, right? Mm -hmm. Each team has to generate and curate their own content throughout the year. But what's interesting about this particular situation is not only did they record the other team's sideline extensively, they, uh, when they were like at the Brown stadium, they were dressed, not in a way that would identify them as like a um, Patriots. uh, But I I think that would help to the Patriots point of like, Oh, they're not really with us. They're just no, but I mean they're 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 very clearly like Patriots employees, right? No, they're but that, I think the, but that's what the Patriots are saying is that they're specifically not Patriots employees. They're just contractors who are doing this, okay, yeah, sure for they're, the for the actual document. But like I think the clothes that they were wearing was was misleading, kind of like 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 let's. But it's not really misleading if they're actual like if so if 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 a company hires me to do some videography work for them, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to come decked out in like the the shit like they're their shit like i no i'm sure. just gonna wear my, my shit. let's say you know i'm an la rams fan right so like let's say i'm the la rams and i hire you to do uh, uh some video work which requires mm-hmm. you to go to uh the brown stadium sure. right or you know let's bring it a little bit closer to home like the baltimore raven stadium right and you show up there wearing uh uh you know baltimore blast you know, which is a soccer team that Baltimore soccer team that no longer, I don't even think they're around anymore. But anyway, you, sh- okay. you show up like you're working for me, but you show up representing yourself as if you're maybe a part of their organization, right? You show up wearing like Baltimore shit and you could very well be like a Baltimore Ravens fan or a Baltimore native. But if you show up in a way that could be perceived as deceptive and you're doing something deceptive, it just adds to, you know, but again, it adds I, fuel to the fire. I, but I think again, that only helps. And I, I don't, I don't want to spend like, more time on the story. What but. they should have done was identify themselves like, Hey, sure. Even if, even if you're like a Baltimore Ravens fan, you're a Baltimore native. If you're working for another professional organization, but you're filming at an, a different organization stadium, you would think you would, if you're doing the right thing, you'd want to identify yourself as saying, Hey, well, we're doing nothing wrong here. This is who we are. This is who we work for. But they were not, which again, adds fuel to the fire for me. Fair enough. I, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know how all that looked in terms of like what either what they were wearing or if because I would have to imagine they had some sort of identification of like oh like something to get them into the press box. So they would have had something that's like some sort of pass or something like that that would have identified oh hey we're with this organization or um like a lanyard or whatever. Yeah. Like I know when then I when they got in the things. stadium they flipped their jackets and. <laughs> some- all right, so technical difficulties, but uh, we have returned. Um, okay, uh, l- let's move on here. Uh, let's let that be our natural segue into uh, just again another quick story that I just wanted to touch on real quick. Let's talk about this whole Justin Timberlake thing, right? Dirty um, pop, baby, <laughs> <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe can't stop. Hey, hey look, uh, I just want to, I just want to br- point out he's bringing cheating back. Remember the the, the future sex love sounds uh, album, bringing sexy. Back. I see what you did there. Yeah. I see what you did there. Um, Thanks, JT. <laughs> Making it better for uh, yeah. for all men. First do. man through the door always gets <laughs> shot, right? And then, but that opens it up for the rest of us. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I want to use this as an example of how... Uh, is frivolous the word I want to use? I don't know. I don't know if frivolous is the word I want to use, but um, how sort of like without worries we are here in America, right? Because... This has been running in the fucking tabloids for weeks. Yeah. He was holding hands with somebody. Like, like I, I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. High profile star. He's just Mar- a Beals. Married man. Child. 
Jessica Beals, his wife, well, very well known and respected actress. Why is this in the fucking headlines for weeks? Yeah, this really is a uh, this is a marital problem. And right? It wasn't like he was filmed fucking the other woman. He was holding hand. Like this is almost a bigger story. Yeah, I think he was like holding her hand or rubbing on her thigh. Um, I think know. she had his her hand on his thigh. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I think so. I don't know. I don't remember what the fucking. So I respect it. Good play, JT. <laughs> but uh, at the end of the day, yes, this is not real news this is not news that really concerns me you or most and yet any other american it, my only it's problem with the story, only reason though. why i wanted to talk about it was because it's thrown in your face as if it's like this <gasps> justin timberlake yeah. holds hands it's just like bruh we're in like eight different wars right now. We've been in Afghanistan for fucking, you know, uh, almost two decades now. Um, uh, we don't, we, there are people who are going into medical bankruptcy because yeah. they can't afford. We're, we're in a fucking <laughs> election time right now. We should be focusing on these and like, your potential next fucking leaders. And concern is who Justin Timberlake is holding hands yeah. with. What the fuck is your life? Like, yeah, this is his concern. This is Jessica Beale's concern. This is their lawyers if they I know, right? get there. Hopefully <laughs> they, marriage story ho- like, hopefully don't they it, don't. Because like. here's what, here's the thing though. Did he do something wrong as a married man? Absolutely. And he's acknowledged that. Um, I don't think he's come out with a public statement. But he he's did acknowledge that. He did? Yeah. Okay. Apology. Um, and, you know, the, 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 the shit that's going around the airways right now is that, like, she's very hurt by his actions and she's embarrassed. And, uh, you know, of course, he, he fucked up, right? But this is not front page news. Yeah. This shouldn't be covered more than anything going on with the election. This the, uh, fucking... Um, the the impeachment hearing which was what, what it was passed through congress right so the uh not quite yet it it, it got through some committees uh and now it's going to the i think House it passed on the congressional vote. floor and it's going to senate right no no it's not going to senate yet uh it's it some committees okayed it and now they're sending it i think to the house uh for an official like vote uh yeah. to 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 actually impeach so uh, they're making a big deal because they they drafted articles of impeachment that, mm-hmm. that's not the same thing as saying that they've actually impeached the president yeah yeah that i know but i know like it has to pass through both the house and, so, and the- so that i guess that that's where all the confusion usually takes place is people think when you say impeach that means that you're getting the president out that actually isn't the case yeah they can impeach the president in but the, the house. president can stay but it has to pass through senate and either yeah, so way they, the president so they, can they have to office. they have to convict the president mm-hmm. in the senate um which is uh which is how they remove him from office yeah um impeach just means you did some fucked up shit we're kicking this to the senate so they can take a look at what the fuck you did yeah. and, and and the bigger problem here is the the senate is predominantly republican led yeah uh, a they lot have of a majority support yeah. and mitch mcconnell has precisely zero interest in doing anything he, he they literally uh was it lindsey graham or mcconnell no i think it was it might have been mcconnell both of them probably basically just was like yeah, we're, we're we're not gonna we're working with the White House right now. We're letting them know we're not gonna do anything about yeah. this. And it's just like, so you're not even gonna listen to the evidence. There's evidence to be listened yeah. to. You're not even gonna you're not even gonna wait to hear the evidence before you say, oh, we're not gonna do anything about this. Yeah, and I, I think I think that was Mitch McConnell. That's stunning. That yeah. should terrify everybody. Like Republican, Democrat, whatever you want to say as a voter, for somebody to say that that we're not even gonna. That's like saying, do you realize how crazy that is? And not to, I guess we're segueing from the JT thing, but that's so, that's like saying Ted Bundy 
killed somebody and being like, I don't, I'm not listening to, I don't, yeah. I don't know what evidence you have. I don't know what you're going to, I, I already decided. Yeah. It's like, wait, what? We're, we're not going to do anything about it. We're going to focus on what? other things. And it's like, wait, like there's literally a dead body over there and we have evidence that this person it's did it. It's still warm. Like, yeah. and yeah. you're like, no, I'm not, I, mean, I don't care. It like, just highlights crazy. a level of like corruption that and I think, which is why people need to not necessarily focus on who's the president so much and focus on other things like who are, you know, these congressmen in the Senate. Yeah, we, we got to get these dudes out of here, man. This, this guy, Mitch McConnell, like he, he's, they're so they're, we're entering into the twilight zone where we're this is insane like so during obama's years his his literally i think he he's quoted as saying like oh uh my number one job is to make sure that nothing he proposes gets passed yeah it's fucking and so then like, and then when trump gets in office he's so bold he as your, to say you i can't support. believe you would you would dare block anything this president is trying to do knowing full and well what the fuck like we have you on tape bitch you didn't yeah. you didn't say that in a private dinner somewhere you you said it on like fox news yeah <laughs> and, and, and again it, it just again to my point it just highlights how we have to be much more vigilant in, in knowing everyone who's in office not just yeah. the president um yeah it's, but again going back to this jt thing for these news organizations to be covering this whole jt thing and i'm not going to say they're covering it as much as they're covering what's going on with the uh upcoming election and then this no and, 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 and you know what it, it, it's not even but i've heard more than enough of this jt yeah and, 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 and i should clarify it's, it's, it's not um it's, it's not really even like news news yeah. outlets it's like you know people magazine okay magazine uh, those type of things these like tabloid type of things um what, but, what but are those he, daytime talk shows where all those fucking people sit around that table and talk the view, the view. what's the yeah. other one uh, the real the real i, I, I don't fucking know. hate those shows yeah, yeah they're, they're they don't talk good. about shit well they, well they do talk about politics because you know megan mccain will always have her soundbite of Who something the fuck stupid. is that she's uh john mccain's daughter and uh one of the most entitled slash dumbest people yeah she can uh, fuck off i don't yeah. even know <laughs> I, I caught a clip of it the other day when i was at the gym i went to like uh i went and worked out early one morning and one of those shows was on and they were having this like hot segment on how to keep your kitchen clean and how to clean <laughs> clean the knobs on um hey, your, and i'm like is this what the fuck and people hey, are watching this shit uh, apparently hey oh my god america <laughs> yo people <laughs> so, so, but there's but that, so much trash on television you're actually pointing to the exact reason why i even wanted to talk i didn't really even want to talk about this because of justin timberlake the main reason was is because it's like dude like the amount of time we waste talking about such but and ironic since we run a tv and film podcast but yeah. <laughs> uh, this is an exemption uh, uh, we're we're cool all right cool guys two cool guys exception exception okay yeah i think you said we exemption. are ex yeah. no no i said exception you said exemption no go listen, back okay. we recorded right. this we can uh, we can go back and listen to it very true <laughs> um but it, it, but I'm saying, like, if you're a news outlet, like your like your job is to bring people the news, right? And even if you are People Magazine, OK Magazine, maybe you have a certain demographic you're trying to hit. This thing that's kind of like a non-story, like, okay, he was holding hands. It's not a good look. Okay, it, one cycle. Let's move on. 
for you to keep it in the fucking headlines for like three yeah. weeks. So this is this is why I really really like the morning show, which is a, a Apple TV series um, featuring Jennifer Aniston, uh, Steve Carroll, um, Steve Carroll, Carroll, Carroll. What's in that uh, Dos Equis? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Steve Carroll, uh, dude, you have to watch the show because yeah. there's so much social commentary in it. Yeah, well, and- let me get your login and I'll definitely watch it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is me and Fabe on it right now. This shit is free for a year. I'll give it to whoever. Apple's like, half the internet's like, wait, let me get it. Um, So it, it, it addresses that, right? It addresses the news and how viewers perceive it, and then how like the new companies running these news channels perceive it. Whereas to them, they no. just want to inter- entertain yeah. Americans. We just want to entertain them. We want them to feel good about what they're seeing on our show so they'll come back and watch it. We don't want to depress them and bog them down with like real life stress and yeah. and that shit. So let's, you know, let's get a celebrity and bring them down, right? Because people love to see like a high celebrity being taken down. Or let's tell feel good stories. Let's tell stories to make people happy. Real news, uh, not as entertaining as some of the shit we can create and look it wouldn't they wouldn't do it if it didn't hit you know what yeah. i mean like it, it, there's got to be some truth with that just in general people are just like yeah yeah that real shit you're talking about the, those eight wars we're in yeah i don't care they're probably like should we? justin timberlake held hands with somebody yeah. get me every issue you have yeah. on that <laughs> it's like should we do a story on the uh uh, the protests that have been going on in Algeria um, with the change in their presidency over the past nine months, like a real story, right? That has like uh, both national and international impact. Like that's a real story. Or how far was her hand from his dick? <laughs> Five inches. What? From his dick? You have the picture. <laughs> run that. Run it. Run it. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Um, uh so let's uh let, let's talk about um i don't know why i had the fade podcast but um but you're listening to the fade podcast there you go hey um let's talk about uh this this uh it's not even a story but uh it's this thing that uh the the rotten tomatoes um they came up with a list of potential um bond replacements uh now that uh hopefully we've gotten to the and i say hopefully because like i think look i think it's it's this is an amicable uh breakup where you know amicable yeah uh i don't know what you said amicable and and didn't i say that amicable um where you said something else fair enough uh where uh daniel craig he wants to break up with us we kind of want to break up with him like hey it's been fun we had a nice run it's it's probably run its course now though right so we have no time to die the next uh the 25th bond uh bond installment um and uh craig's uh last turn as bond but although he did say that with specter and then they showed him the zeros and he was like all right i mean i could do one more (laughs) (laughs) it's not that bad you know um and uh and so naturally now we're speculating again who will be the replacement for bond um again I, i didn't want to spend too much time on this but um uh, they had their interest. Their their list were were uh, was interesting. Pretty of solid list. Who, who they? Um, I took exception with some of it. Yeah, um, I mean there are twenty five motherfuckers on this list. Really, only th- in my opinion, four or five of them. I I, I think I would a, I would even remotely want to see as the next Bond. I think it's a mute question. I think there's only one person that will be an interesting and different direction to take Bond. I think it's Idris. Yeah, I don't absolutely. think there's any question. I think that there. I was reading the comment section for this Rotten Tomatoes thing. 
whoa, uh, the racism that was going on oh, there was absolutely <laughs> was the racism and sexism. And everybody's like, <gasps> Bond can't be a woman. Why not? It's like, yeah, I, I, it's a, it's a fictional character. Um, it could be anything. It, it could be anything you fucking want. It could be a gay giraffe. Yeah. It doesn't really matter. As long as he can get in and out, <laughs> stick his neck in the window, download the information as long from as the you hard can drive. Use those Q weapons, you yeah. know, that Q, Q, uh, uh, get, um, gets bond. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I I, I guess, yeah, I don't really understand what the whole sort of objection to of, like, why Bond can't be a woman, why Bond can't be black. I, I Whatever, man. I, I just think that Idris is just, he's the most suavest, uh, action-ready dude and the most interesting uh, dude on that list to play Bond. Like, yeah. he'll just bring a different vibe to it that we just haven't and seen. At a certain you know? point, you have to show evolution of the story you can't yes, just dude, give me I can't. a 35 year old white man in every movie <laughs> right saving the doing espionage spy well, shit like, and, and, and no different. disrespect daniel craig had an outstanding turn as bond i i think probably i think we grew up on the pierce brosnan uh bond that that sort of although i did watch um my dad always collected uh the, the the bond films so i did grow up watching the sean connery's the uh, uh roger moore uh, yeah um uh, the lesser to lesser extent timothy uh dalton's uh who he had i think two turns as bond yeah i don't remember um, his. yeah for good reason um <laughs> uh but daniel craig i think is just the embodiment of what like he is Bond, yeah. Us, right? and, and what they did with Daniel Craig, which was so good, is like you're going from Pierce Brosnan, who was like the smoother, like more like ladies' man. He wasn't. He he was more witty and charming, whereas Daniel Craig was like, you know, this guy is he'll just whoop your ass. He, like, he's about action, yeah, right? Yeah. He's not like the, you know, the, you know, the beautiful looking Bond. He's a more like ruggedly attractive action guy, right? Um, so, and he's done what four movies? Five. five. This will be his fifth. Fuck. Five. You have Casino Royale. Uh, um, Quantum of Solace. Yeah. Quantum of Solace. Um, Skyfall. Oh, Skyfall, Skyfall, Spectre. And now No Time yeah. to Die. So, again, here's another time where you've reached a point in which now you need to make another drastic change, right? And now it yeah. can't just be like, oh, well, now we're just going to get a taller bond, right? <laughs> yeah. No, it can't be any. It has yeah. to be. Because you're not really going to get better than craig because yeah. like craig oh he you're right he was all about that action and he took the character to like places that we hadn't really seen because you're right up until that point bond was just kind of like i'll use some gadgets and yeah. you know i'll get somebody a chop every now and then but i'm not really about that action daniel craig was daniel like craig no, was about I'm gonna that use, i'm gonna, I'm gonna, use gonna this, whoop your yeah. ass <laughs> i'm gonna shoot the fuck out of it and like he fit the bill in terms of the action he almost died like 50 times right yeah. so he wasn't he was very flawed right so yeah. again you gotta you gotta make a turn yeah so when I, he was getting his balls hit in uh, casino royale I was, yo i would have told i, I felt <laughs> what do you want to know listen you want the I'll, nuclear codes eh? i'll write it I'll down for you, you. <laughs> i'll write it in print and in cursive okay whatever <laughs> no, just leave the jewels alone but i want to run through this list really quickly again uh, give i want you to give me your five of uh, five again there's, there's i know only one. just number one yeah um is there anyone else on the list that you saw that you're like okay you know this person could be serviceable not really dude i i i genuinely think that idris alba is everything you'd want in a bond and then some 
Um, but they have this dude, uh, or, or maybe you want to run through the I don't know who the fuck this guy is. Sam, look, Heffen, Hyphen, Hoofen, I don't know what the fuck his name is, and yet every he should be Bond. Uh, apparently, this guy was in uh, Outlander, the, the, uh, the series Out, uh, Outlander. Um, I, it's just a white guy with... Yeah, so he's made a name for yeah. himself on this show, and then apparently now he's rocketed to the top of the list. No, I, I a white don't guy. get it. Yeah, I don't get white it. White guy looks good in a tux, right? Yeah. Uh, we had <laughs> That's ri- really his qualifications. Uh, the next is... Uh, number two they had on the list was Idris, uh, and then number three was uh, Richard Madden, who, of course, played Rob, Rob Stalk on uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah. Um, so, but, like, I, we have a lot of people on this list, so I'm just going to give you my five really quickly. For me, number one is also... Idris Elba. Mm-hmm. I do think this guy Richard Madden uh, would be, you know, wouldn't be bad. Uh, Tom Hiddleston, who we know as Loki, is on this list as well. Uh, Henry Cavill is on the list. Um, I wouldn't put them on my list. Number two for me would be Tom Hardy. I think that would be something different and interesting. Right? You want Bane as Batman? Yeah, maybe, okay. maybe. Yeah, Luke Evans. I feel like that would be a little bit too. Uh, I don't know. It'd be a little bit too easy. I don't know if anything new would be done there even michael fosbender who's a phenomenal actor i don't know if uh for me that would do anything it, it, it would be too much of the same uh number three on my list would be this uh killian murphy yeah i think he would give you like a different look like a different vibe different energy for bond maybe mm-hmm. not as like rugged and, and action heavy as uh, uh a daniel craig but this bond is more he, just by his fucking face, he looks a little bit more darker <laughs> yeah. and more scheming. And he, he, this looks like a Bond who would be unafraid to cross the lines of like what is right and wrong to get the job done, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so he would be number three on my list. I think Jason Statham's a little bit too old. I think James McAvoy, I don't know if he has the level of intensity that I would need from it. Ewan McGregor, um, cool, but no. Uh, Henry Golding. <laughs> That's my next one. I was like, that could that could work. Yeah, that dude. He's he's a smooth. Dude. Now he does need to get away from these cheesy ass, uh, 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 you know, movies that he's uh, doing. Like he just came out with Last Christmas with, um, yeah, of course, uh, yeah. Neil Clark herself. Henry, uh, stop doing that shit. Um, <laughs> yeah, but we, we gotta take you serious in order. <laughs> I do think he would make sense. Why? Because. Um, the reality of the situation is that the world is changing, right? You know, you're having a lot more, we see it on TV all the time. You're having a lot more like interracial dating and like people are, people are mixing and blending more. Right. So if you're going to be a successful spy, what do you have to do? You have to blend. This guy could, you know, as a secret agent, as a, as a spy could blend in, in a lot of different environments. Right. Mm. Um, so for, and I mean, I think he fits the bill in terms of, uh, charm and charisma and you know I think he can get trained up to be able to do all the action sequences necessary right mm-hmm. uh, so he would be on my list as four five is going to be a toss up between uh, Daniel Kulaya uh, yeah who we've uh, who we know from uh, Slim uh, Queen oh, and Slim yeah. uh, uh, we also out. saw him in Get Out yeah. uh, last on my list would be uh, Damian Lewis who we know from uh, Homeland uh, he played Brody in Homeland. He was also he's also in the show currently on Showtime Homeland. Yeah, um, and uh, I'm not going to come out with it. In top five list. Uh, it's Idris Henry Golding and perhaps I think Lashana Lynch. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think 
look, I, I don't know exactly what they're going to do with her character in No Time uh, to Die, but um, it might be one of the more natural sort of like transitions. Like maybe she's not Bond, but she's a new like it double O, right? Maybe we just move on from Bond altogether. Yeah. And which wait, in, in case people isn't people's she playing. Yeah. She's playing a double O agent, but she's yeah. not playing double O seven though. Okay. Um, she's playing just like a double O double O eight, eight double nine. Yeah. So, because um, again, just like James Bond, is an alias double O is just an okay. Agent we're gonna number. move on from this stupid. Uh, James Bond is not a person. Uh, okay, he's an alias. All right, all right. We're gonna move on from this. This. Dumb I don't know theory. what you don't get about uh, that. The, <laughs> I think I've already dismantled. It makes and, all the uh, sense in the world. I, I've already debunked this this very preposterous theory before. Um, but uh, I, we don't know what we're gonna do. They're gonna do with her character. But uh, just seeing her, you know, in Captain Marvel, um, some of the things that she's done. I think she's she she has the presence of somebody who can pull off, and and just even from the trailer from No Time to Die. She seems smooth, like yeah, you know what I mean. Like, hey, no, she looked good in that trailer. I'll shoot you a kneecap, the one that works. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I was like, oh, I felt that. I was like, oh, damn, you know, hey, uh, take my good knees. <laughs> um, so, anyways, so, but so I think on this list again, there's there, there was a lot of good actors, but like I just feel like. So most of these people shouldn't even be in the fucking conversation. Yeah, they, they, they really shouldn't. They, they, like, they just threw them on there because there's still a bunch of white guys white on this dudes. list. Yeah. Hopefully, <laughs> you know, it's a, it's a game of numbers, right? If you put <laughs> 20 white guys on the list and five others, hopefully, yeah, something should if pop. we close yeah. our eyes and pick one, they'll pick one of the white guys, right? Because that's what a lot of people want to see. Yeah. But most of the people on this list don't belong on the list. No, I, I absolutely uh, absolutely do agree. All right, let's let's move on to our next topic here. Uh Let's talk about uh, AA24. There was an article that came out in, and I don't even know why, uh, somehow I came across this article, but uh, Washington Square News. Uh, they have an unpopular opinion on A24 films. Um, now, immediately when I saw that title, I, I, I will admit, my head did explode. Uh, you're you're going to disrespect A24? <laughs> I, I was immediately ready to go to war. Yeah. But then I read, I was like, wait, what are, what are they actually saying? Because uh, at first I read it as like, oh, unpopular opinion um a24 like films suck or something like that but really it doesn't it, it, they kind of take a, a non sort of like combative yeah approach i mean let's, the headlines grab opinion, your attention let's be real a24 films it's not that's not really a statement that says anything yeah like if you think about it, it actually doesn't say anything at all unpopular opinion a24 films what does that even mean it means nothing <laughs> um but anyways, uh, the article is pretty much going through all of the films that, uh, or some of the films that uh, they find to be popular, A24 films, and kind of taking sort of unpopular takes about them that, oh, they, they're not actually that good. Um, I, I, the films that, the specific films that they did mention, I haven't watched a decent majority, yeah. although I did want to. Like, so for instance, I really wanted to watch It Comes at Night. I just never got around uh, uh, to watching it and uh, the end of the tour. I also wanted to watch that one, didn't did get a chance to. But the one film that they did talk about that I took high exception to that they said, oh, uh, some of the things that they wrote, um, they say the film, um, they, they talk about Hereditary. Mm -hmm. And they said that the film is basically like a mashup of uh three different sort of stories in one um that uh, and let me read exactly from this thing um it says uh however when sloppily blended together i'm sorry three movies that if made on their own would be inherently well received however when sloppily blended together we get a sour outcome that is confusing and underwhelming uh with a downright laugh inducing conclusion on its most shallow level the film is a tragic family drama about loss and individual methods of grieving upon the brutal death of yada yada and they start talking about details of the film um uh 
I think we're in we're in a time when everybody's just searching for something to say, whether the thing makes sense, whether usually I gravitate away from things that everybody else likes, but objectively speaking, these a 24 look before you guys, uh, you and Fabe, I'm I'm talking about here, um, knew what a 24 was. I kept saying, yo, their films slap. They're, they're, they're so fucking good. Yeah, definitely. And then you guys started to watch some of the films and you're like, not a yeah, I had no idea fire. what A24 was <laughs> until you really um, started to to speak about them a little bit more. And then obviously we saw the films and um, and then you see back to back successful film after successful film. Then you're like, OK, yeah. this 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 studios, they're the real deal. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and this article uh, and, and maybe I should uh, I don't know, uh, Nicole Rossman guru something and then Alex uh, Coolini. And then Dante, I don't know, whoever the fuck wrote this article. Um, uh, and I'm not trying to be disrespectful to you guys. Uh, but w- w- what I'm trying to say is, is that um, I, it feels like these people are either people who didn't get into films. Like, so they say like, the, oh, the the uh, NYU Tish crowd, they really love A24 films and they can't get enough of these A24 films. So it seems like they do it as sort of a backhanded um, or not even a backhanded, but like a front-handed smack to to sort of the the you know college graduates of like the uh, NYU and um, you know the, the 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 film school society uh, to be like oh these artsy films that you guys like aren't really that great you know um, but even not being one of those kids myself I can still appreciate good fucking work when I yeah. see it and for you not to be objective enough to just let them have a dub like is stunning because these films are, I, I think this, this is what we have left outside of the tentpole, uh, like Marvel films. And uh, let's just face it, whatever Disney's putting out, right. Cause Disney is going to take up everything at some point yeah. in time. Um, they literally, they own Fox. Um, uh, uh, and and I, uh, Bob Iger joked the other day, uh, who's the head of Disney. He joked, he's like, yeah, I'd love to buy the Bond franchise. It's just like, yo, come on, bro. Like, tell me, why are you it, joking yeah. about that? Like, <laughs> like these. Then, then now we're gonna get a, a PG thirteen fucking Bond film. From yeah. Me. Um. So uh, and we do we we do still get independent movies and 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 movies that aren't necessarily tentpole films. Um. But A twenty four is the only one that's consistently good like yeah. whatever they put out it usually hits i'm not saying they have all hits but i'm saying that a majority of their films are good and to try to write an article to be like oh unpopular opinion a24 films actually aren't that good it's just like you purposely trying not to recognize good shit when you yeah. see it i mean like i said from the beginning the the title in general is meant to just grab your attention right it doesn't really say much it's just oh here's a title where it's going to be hard for you to scroll past this. You're going to click on it. Uh, the, the contents of the article, I mean, I don't think there's anything said here that was, um, uh, uh, particularly insightful. It was just strong opinion. I don't even think most of it was accurate. Right. Yeah. Um, but to me, to your point, this kind of felt like, you know, you know, these writers, because they didn't graduate from NYU, is like, oh, let me, you know, throw some stones at those people, right? It's kind of like a, if I drink coffee from Dunkin' Donuts, I'm like, oh, those <laughs> Starbucks coffee drinkers, they're all uptight and pretentious, you know, rich kids, right? They don't yeah. know anything about coffee. It feels kind of like that. Uh, I read the article. 
to be honest, I didn't really see the two of the films on it, but I didn't, well, I didn't see any of the films on it. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm familiar with like Hereditary, right? And like yeah. the the comments on it from what I've read and from what I've heard uh, of people who've seen it, like you, it just didn't seem. It just seemed like hey, we want to find some way to criticize this movie, yeah. even though it was a great film. Yeah, and I'm not saying that you should call something that you think is like because everybody's entitled to their own opinion, right? Um, but when you essentially try to ignore the success of their films like it, it's hard to ignore how successful a24 has been with their films um it, it, when you try to do that in service of oh i'm just going to say whatever they're doing is not that great without actually um it, it, it almost seems like you, you you don't even have the conviction of your own beliefs right like that you're you're not really even so that they suck but you know you're trying to get some uh some people to look at your um story so then you just write whatever the most flagrant thing is that you can write about it and then just okay that'll work even though we know you don't really even fucking believe that you know um so anyways so uh look and this this might be just me just you know spazzing out because you know somebody's coming at my my favorite production company but fuck it you, you gotta you gotta you, you gotta slap down the hand whenever uh, yeah you gotta call bullshit when yeah, you see bullshit you do right you do. uh so jumping to the next segment here yeah. really quickly i want to start off by saying or by leading in with this so a atlanta-based rapper named shia bin abraham joseph better known as 21 savage um <laughs> once like said i can't lie i feel like john wick with a stick <laughs> bought a trap home just a green light hits right love that line yeah love the movie john wick i don't know what and that guess either. what we have another john wick movie john hey, wick coming hey, hey, john wick 4 hey, coming out may hey, 20th 2021 john wick 3 was pure fire bro I can't lie. I feel like John Wick with a stick. <laughs> Bought a trap home. Hey. Just a green light hey. hits. Hey. And that's what you're going to get in 2021. <laughs> but from Keanu Reeves, you're just going to get hit after hit after hit. Um, yeah. So far, all we all he has on the docket is going to be the Matrix 4, um, which uh, also comes out May 20th, 2021. Uh, this guy's going to own that May, entire May 21st, year. Yeah. May 21st, 2021? Yeah, 2021. Okay. Yeah. So they uh, both come out May 21st. Same exact day. Yeah, yeah. Um, if I was a movie producer, director, writer, pro- movie studio executive, I don't want my movie coming out within 90 days front or maybe it can come out 90 days before not 30 days within definitely not within 90 days after yeah uh because if you in that first 90 days right when this when these movies come out if you don't go see the matrix 4 you're gonna see john wick 4 right and then you're probably gonna see the other one and then you might see either one a second time you might see both twice right i don't want my fucking movie coming out anywhere near these movies yeah, no, you, you, well, yeah, that, that weekend, you're, you're just not going to be successful. If, not even everybody's, that everybody's going to go see it. No, no, I, I think in the, in the following weeks, you'll, you'll definitely be able to like, you you okay, fair enough. Well, here's what I'll say about it. Um, interesting, right? Warner Brothers is coming out with obviously the Matrix 4 with, uh, the Wachowskis, uh, or the one, uh, Wachowski, um, uh, helming the, uh, the, 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 uh, much anticipated uh matrix four um and then you have um lionsgate coming out with the fourth installment of uh john wick um so i think that there's a high likelihood that one of these is going to move 
You can't do it. You can't do it. It's it, it defies every logic. Although I would say it's the continuation of what we the, the stars aligned in 2019. Somehow we got the battle battle of Winterfell and and Endgame Endgame in the same fucking weekend. Yeah, and everybody lost their shit and went to go see both. You know, or or, or watch both. Um, it's slightly different with uh, uh, two films that are coming out because you're gonna, you're gonna have to pay for both. Yeah, and also that's a lot of fucking time to dedicate to to your movie theater experience. That that that's over. I'm sure well over five six hours that you're going to be spending in a the theater. Yeah, you know? um, I don't know if that's a good look. I for fans of it like yourself, this is Christmas come. Well, not early because it's in 2021, but uh, that's Christmas for you, right? For your average moviegoer, I'm either seeing The Matrix or I'm seeing John Wick 4. Yeah. Uh, I cannot see both. That's see, a lot of time. Here, here's the thing. The, the, the weekend is three days long, right? For most of us, it starts Friday at 5 p.m. It ends, I would say, Sunday around 8 p.m., right? Mm-hmm. So if you don't, if you see John Wick Friday night, you see The Matrix Saturday. Doesn't matter when the money comes in as long as it comes in and, the, and, you know, and they're in big bills, right? Keep yeah. the ones... You know, I want the twenties, the fifties, and the hundreds. Okay. <laughs> well, or we can do it electronically, however you want it. I don't think the studio cares. They're going to get the money. Here's what I think. No, is but happen. but they're two different theater, uh, or not two different theaters. Uh, um, two, two different, different production companies, um, right? Or, yeah, two yeah. two different companies that are uh, putting these films up. But that's why I think one. If if they were the same, it would have been genius. Yeah. That's a genius move to make. If you're the same company, if you're two competing companies, especially if you're Lionsgate, as who's the little kid compared to uh wb yeah so you don't he, want that smoke so <laughs> if i'm Lionsgate, right yeah. i'm gonna keep my movie on that same day and here's why mm-hmm. because i get free publicity right the success of that movie but, is gonna help but the success you, of my movie can you guarantee that the because there's gonna be a lot of buzz around it right oh my god this is uh what do they call it Ke- keanu keanu a thon or something like that that they're calling it i think yeah uh, they're gonna come up with some name for it um so you you can ride that wave right of like okay let's ride that popularity but though that's being generated from the crowd that's just super excited to see keanu reeves both in the matrix four as well as john wick that's a not a like a very small community but that's a small community compared to who you actually want to get to 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 go see these movies so in that case are you really going to gamble and say Oh, I'm, we're going to throw all of our marketing behind this Keanu-thon um, and hope that we just get all those John Wick as well as Matrix 4 fans out? Yeah. Or do we want to try to apply uh, uh, or appeal to a broader crowd so that um, we're maximizing our, especially with two high-profile and I'm sure expensive films as john wick and the matrix four yeah. you, want, so you want to maximize both those opportunities so here's what's going to happen right it, it, what i believe is going to happen Lionsgate, being the smaller production uh studio uh is going to benefit from the the marketing spend that they're going to get on the matrix four which i i would imagine is a bigger budget film uh which means bigger marketing budget right so they're going to kind of like ride the tape ride the tape uh the tail the coattails is that it <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I kept wanting to say tailcoats, but that's you not got it. Lost. <laughs> I got lost, lost in the sauce. So uh, they're gonna ride the coattails of Matrix Four because every time John Wick, uh, sorry, every time Keanu Reeves is out doing uh, press for 
the Matrix 4, he's going to get asked about John Wick, right? So there's, there's free publicity there. Anytime his name is in the headlines, it's going to be for both movies. So if I'm Lionsgate, I don't have to spend as much marketing dollars, but I'm going to get a huge marketing win here. And the movie is going to do great. It doesn't have, it won't have the big uh, budget like the Matrix 4 because the Matrix 4 is going to have a lot of digital effects. I mean, for the third movie, they built an entire fucking highway, right? Yeah. They got to go. For the second movie. Uh, yes, That's that was for, for Reloaded. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they're going to have, they're going to spend a lot of money. John Wick, not that much. I mean, it, it, there's very few digital effects here. It's just a lot of explosions and gunfire, right? You can you can do that on uh, somewhat of a lowly budget. Sure. If I'm Lionsgate, what if if whatever day they're going on, we want to go on on that same day, right? We we want to be I don't know. I think you're playing a little Russian roulette, but fair enough. No, nah, let's go the same day. If they move, we'll move too, right? <laughs> and right? <laughs> now and the, you're being obvious yeah, with it thirsty. Yeah, and the competition, but it's fun, right? And that allows you to tell like a different marketing story because not only are we marketing our movie, we're creating this like somewhat of a cultural moment, right? Um, I don't think either studio is going to want to shy away from giving fans of both each movie and of Keanu Reeves that opportunity. Yeah, I think you're just being a fanboy, but we'll we'll move on. Yeah, I love Keanu. <laughs> Fucking like, legend. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Hold on. Let's see what the next uh, story is here. If my computer stacked right. Yeah, I should have had that up too. Uh, let's f- go ahead, fill some time. Tuna, you got yeah, 30 yeah. seconds. Time for Something good. No, 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 no. Jesus Christ. That's all I got. You got to have good time fillers. Next uh, yeah, one. Yeah. So to be honest, this is one of the stories that I missed. This thing, Olivia Wilde thing. So you're going to yeah. have to leave oh, this Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. So this is the uh, Richard Jewell thing. Um, so uh, just to give you some background. Uh, so uh, we just got the film Richard Jewell, which has to do with what the 94, 95. So I don't know, whatever. The bombing or potential bombing in I think the, it was like 95 Olympics. Uh, yeah, something like that. Olympic Games um, something. Uh, and uh, we just got a movie for the film Richard Jewell. Uh, and uh, a lot of people are sort of up in arms because one of the uh, one of the sort of the scenes or not scenes, uh, one of the aspects of the film uh, is Olivia Wilde's character, which uh, my computer's taken 3000 years to load up here. So uh, I can't give you all that information just yet. Um, but her character sort of uh, is a character that's actually based in reality. Like that's a person who actually is a journalist. And I think actually that journalist is uh, passed away uh, now. Um, but she, she, what she does is she tries to guard in the film they depict her as trying to um garner she's she's trying to get information by using sexual advances uh from like an fbi agent or whoever uh in order to uh uh, to get certain information about this uh this particular story and of course tactic well uh you would say um but uh, (laughs) uh uh but uh, there were some people who were like, what, like, what the fuck? Like, all right, like, so you're just going to say that this, and, and people dispute that this actually happened in reality, that she didn't, um, uh, do this. Um, but I'm, I'm trying to search for her exact, uh, comments here. Oh, uh, so she played Kathy Scruggs, um, in, in the film. Uh, and, uh, Damn, I'm trying to see her Twitter comments. Oh, uh, her comments were about people, uh, about this backlash that she, uh, that's been received for the film. She says, uh, I have nothing but respect for Kathy Scruggs. Uh, 
she's uh, no longer with us. So I feel a certain amount of responsibility to protect her legacy and tell people, uh, back off, uh, don't reduce her to this one thing. What's interesting about that, which I found kind of strange, is that's what people are actually trying to do. They're trying to... They're trying to like say like this isn't for one this isn't this didn't actually happen, but then two like they're trying to say yeah why didn't you just stick to other shit outside of this, you you get what I mean yeah like the film depicts her as oh you know using obviously she does other things in a film I'm sure I haven't watched yeah. Richard Jewell yet but um the film depicts her as that and then the people are like well no that's not what the fuck happened also you don't need to actually do that at all um. How do we know? How do those reply, people know it didn't happen? Uh, I mean, that's true. I, I don't. I don't know the full story about it. Um, uh, that's a good question. I yeah, don't know. So it's either that they wrote this, the writers uh, wrote this into the movie for, uh, like, you know, for, for the sake of telling a more interesting story, right? Or this, these, these events, right, mm-hmm. are rooted in reality. Like, there's some truth to this, right? Um, I'm, I, if if the, if it's completely false, I understand why some people may be upset. If there is some truth here, and it makes for a better, it, it adds to the movie without destroying her credibility. Mm-hmm. I think it's fine. I mean, it's hard to tell a 100% truthful story about real people and real events. Yeah, but that's a pretty strong there. thing to. If that didn't actually happen. It's pretty strong to take like the liberties with that. <laughs> like, yes, <laughs> like but that's it, not something you're just like. I guess we just add decided to add that in. <laughs> yeah, but like, so uh, what I wonder is like, who is upset about this? Like, who is you know vehemently? Well, I'm sure I'm sure people happened. who actually knew the actual story. I, again, I, and I I don't know the, I, and I wish I would have. Um, but there, read other there, there, there may be like four people who knew exactly what happened, right? No, because if she was, was like a thing with the FBI, like if she was using there. sexual advances to maybe try and get information from the FBI, right? Likely it was maybe like she was positioning one or two agents, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe one of her counterparts knew that, you know, she may have used this uh, quote unquote, like dirty tactic, right? Mm-hmm. This may be a, a a circle of like four or five people who knew these things happened. I'm sure the FBI agents weren't logging it into their notes. Like, and then, uh, Kathy Struggs offered me a BJ to get information on this Richard jewel. And I denied it. Like, no, you didn't agent. Um, but again, in telling a real story about real people and events that took place in which you were not there. And it's hard to confirm exactly what was said and what wasn't said. If you even have a little bit of information, it's like this may have happened in a movie like this. You got to put it in the movie. I, I I think it depends on how much information you have. If you if it's something that's like oh no, this definitely happened, and this was definitely like a thing that's like widely known, then okay, you're just kind of recounting reality. But if it's something that's like maybe this is what happened, and I don't know, there's not really somebody says this, another person says that, then now you're just taking liberties with it. And especially with something dissensitive and the fact that she's she's passed away now. Yeah. That's as it won't hurt her feelings. Yo, yo, you're wild. <laughs> I'm just being honest. Yeah. Here. Uh, no, so, no, but I mean, come on, there's her I, family. I, there's like, come on. There and like she like yes, at least yes. if you're it, if you're it, not alive, you're able to at least somewhat control the narrative. Like, so for instance, this is a 
this is not the best example, but it's like the lady who uh, she was a uh, she was a police officer, right? Uh, or she's a agent who uh, I'm talking about the when uh, when they see us, yeah, a documentary. Uh, and then she was like came to her own defense of like that's not what actually happened, even though that's your what did, what did Fifty say? That nigga did that shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yes, there are people who are going to be maybe upset at like seeing these events portrayed on film if they weren't accurate. Um, but those people, like her family and her children, also don't know if these events did or didn't. No, happen, so, but right? that's what I'm saying. Like, so, if they don't fucking know, yeah. How, so, but, but if okay, fair enough. If they don't know, and then Clint Eastwood makes a fucking movie and puts it in it now. Everybody thinks that's exactly undisputed. That's True. exactly what the fuck happened. Now, here's the thing about this. If Clint Eastwood or the writers of the show, you know, the people who did the research on this show, right? If, you know, they've heard this story and they heard that, like, these events took place or more than likely took place. Um, and if it, like, it would it would be hard for me as the filmmaker and the writer to ignore the fact that, like, hey, these things could have took or could have taken place. Say that one If I'm the writer, I'm the filmmaker, and I hear that you know this she uh, this uh, Kathy Struggs may have used these tactics in order to get information, right? And if I hear it several times, and there's maybe like a f- one or two credible people who may have uh, uh, also said these things about this person, like in terms of using those tactics, even if I'm not able to verify that it 100% happened, it would be hard for me as the writer or the filmmaker to not include at least a little bit of that in uh, the film, particularly the angle that this film takes, where it's clearly showing how the media um, use and pretty much portrayed this Richard Jewell guy as the criminal without ever even knowing that he was, right? They're the one who created the narrative that he was the one who did it. Uh, and then, th- as far as I understand this, Kathy Strug's lady was a part of that. She was a part of the the pool of people trying to portray him as uh, as the villain. If they're going to go to that length, what's to say that she wouldn't have gone to the length of using like sexual favors to get information from the FBI? But that's just it. Uh, you even said it yourself. Like we don't know. Like I, I like I only know so much about we this because know. I just read the. Sometimes you got to speculate. Just what? like she did in telling Richard Jewell's exactly. story. It was so, all speculation. So uh, do, uh, do two wrongs make a right? I think we have two to go back to Two wrongs make our... a Roger. <laughs> wait, wait, what? <laughs> That's a throwback line that if you're, a Nicolas, that, uh, yeah. if you're a Nicolas Cage fan, you'll get. You don't remember in Gone From in 60 what? Seconds? Remember he walked. No, remember they're remember they're stealing all the cars, and he walks into the car shop. He's like, "I'm very rich. I'm very handsome. I have a lot of money, but I'm alone. And on Friday nights, uh, yeah, I get bored staying in at home at night. So I need a car like this that's gonna help me. Basically, he's like, "I need a Ferrari to help me get a girl, right? Yeah. And then the salesman comes up to him and was like, "Well, I'd be happy to help you. My name's Roger." And Nicholas Cage goes. Well, Really? Well, my name is Roger. Two Rogers or uh, two wrongs don't make a Roger or two Rogers don't make a wrong. <laughs> Something like that. Great line. Great movie. Yeah. Love Nicolas Cage. Fair enough. All right. We'll use that to segue into. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, we ha- It's official, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and again, we're, we're going to try to blow past the rest of these stories. But um, Marvel television is officially dead. Uh, so our wonderful Jessica Jones, Daredevil, all that shit, uh, it's uh, it, uh, it definitely dead in the water. Um, definitely not what I thought was going to happen. I thought they were just essentially going to move over to Disney+. Plus, um, But um, 
not even the Punisher. They got to let the Punisher live at least. Yo, I, I, look, and, and the, them things slapped, you know? Like, I don't understand. I, what, what's, what's not to like? John uh, Berthal or whatever the heck his name is? Uh, he is the Punisher to me. Yo. Don't you dare. And I know, I know in like three years, they're just going to try to put If I'm an actor, I'm not. I don't know if I want to reprise that role. No, yeah. Just because you're not going to do what he did. Chilled it. Um, what I would love to see, if they're not going to reprise it as a um, uh, uh, a TV series, mm-hmm. do a feature length film with The Punisher, right? It's been mm-hmm. like 10 years since, since we got one, right? Now wouldn't be a bad time. No. no. When did the last Punisher come out? No, every time they've done the last, uh, done a Punisher in, in the film form, it's been tragically terrible. Yeah, but this guy, no, he 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 do just good. I don't trust it in the arms of like whatever filmmakers, of, of, like, that, of they, filmmakers. That, they, that they select. I just leave it as they had if, it. If John Bernthal's in it, I'd give it a chance, right? No, I'd give it a chance, but it depends on like the filmmaker. The reason yeah. why I think, um, you know, the Punisher as we knew it was, I, and I don't know who the you know showrunner was for that for the Punisher, but uh, they did a fantastic job in conveying a lot of things that they're trying to convey. They didn't. They weren't. Uh, the best at it at times, but they, yeah. for the most part, I think that they, they, they did. And hit it the Punisher the appeared in, um, uh, he appeared in Daredevil. Was he, did he make any appearances in Luke Cage or Jessica Jones? The Punisher. Yeah. Uh, no, no, he didn't. But I mean, he wasn't, um, wasn't he in, uh, what, what, what is it called? The, uh, iron, f- no, 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 defenders? the defenders. Was he in the defenders? Maybe. I don't. He wasn't a part of the defenders. Yeah, he wasn't one of the defenders. But I think but he, he may have made like a guest cameo. appearance or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, the only thing I know he was in it was obviously a Daredevil where they in, in introduced him. Yeah, yeah. I, I think a feature film with starring John Bernthal, maybe with an appearance of like the this the actor who repri- uh, if he reprises his role as a Daredevil, just for yeah. a short cameo. I think that'd make for a good movie. Yeah, I'd love yeah. to see it. Um, I'd hate to just see such good uh directing and storytelling and casting go to waste just yeah. just because marvel wanted look to i daredevil uh daredevil i think i, I could could have went on um i think john uh, jessica jones could have went on um we could have probably done without iron fist and and perhaps luke cage i wasn't uh i wasn't the biggest fan of luke cage but uh the final season of luke cage was great was good. yeah yeah you mean the second season uh you said the final season as if it was like there's like four seasons. There's specifically two. <laughs> yeah, the second season, which was the final season, yeah. it was great. Yeah. Uh, okay, so let me let me give you a direct quote here. Uh, the decision has been made to complete Marvel TV projects that are currently in production, but uh, but not. Uh, continue with any further development. Noted the TV division on Tuesday, uh, which is this is Tuesday, I believe. Of was this this past week? It might have been this past week. Um. So uh. So what's interesting is, is not only does that affect you know the all the marvel series but then that affects everything else like so for instance uh agents of shield uh you have a a, a live action um which i guess they were in their li- last season already for agents of shield which who like i watched kind of a little bit of the first season never watched it again uh, and i'm not even saying it was that bad although it was kind of bad and campy but um you've been you you love that word campy yeah ever since i was watching uh uh friday the 13th yeah uh <laughs> yeah campy is now uh in my repertoire of words um 
so anyways all, all i'm trying to say is they have like other series that necessarily we don't i i don't necessarily fuck with but uh maybe a lot of other people did uh that are uh, no longer going to uh to, yeah i mean a lot of shows are getting the axe right and when i look at these i don't just think about like the actors and the actresses on these shows that are you know essentially not working anymore what i'm also thinking about is uh the people behind the scenes right the production crews on these shows the writers the everybody um they're yep out of jobs Should we give it a second? No, that's fine. Let's okay. just keep it. Ready to go? Yeah. Uh, so, uh, again, all those people uh, essentially like now out of jobs, right? Writers, production crews, uh, even down to the, the people who are in accounting, making sure everybody gets paid on each each of these shows. Um, those jobs are coming to a wrap too. Yeah. So, uh, well, so Kevin Feige, uh, Feige uh, is now the, what is like the chief executive, I don't know, some, some he, sort he's, of, he's, he's above shit. that. He's, he's the fucking, <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, he yeah. might be king yeah. at this point. <laughs> <laughs> They're just like, fuck, fuck it. <laughs> Let's just call you king. <laughs> king of the north. <laughs> he's a king of the north. Um, uh, so, uh, so I think, from that, a lot of dominoes are starting to fall into place with uh, this whole Marvel deal. Um, and uh, we're seeing a lot of shit like this where now they're trying to consolidate a lot of the things, um, bring a lot of things sort of in-house under one umbrella. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, this is unsurprising. Um, uh, let me read this last uh, last, last paragraph in this, uh, this, this article. Additionally, uh, in what could have been a, a more creative lifeline for the TV unit, uh, unit uh, new upcoming original Marvel shows on recently launched TV, uh, Disney Plus streaming service like WandaVision and uh, uh, the Winter, uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, or the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, uh, had already been placed under Feige's uh, mandate before he was anointed chief uh, creative officer in October. Um, so, uh, so essentially, they just did some shit like, uh, we're gonna set up our projects. It, it's like, it's like you know when you get a new boss at work, and you're working on that really hot project, and you're like, hey boss, like I just want to pull you in and let you know what we're working on. He's like. Yeah, we have some things that we're already we had a meeting on. this morning. <laughs> You're like, oh, I didn't get the, the invite. Did, did I get a, Did you? Yeah. Uh, was that on the calendar? Or? <laughs> no, it wasn't. Not on your calendar. <laughs> but yeah, that no, it, it must. I think it's good overall for the direction of marvel right because that is everything needed to be pulled into into one house and be under the same umbrella to start telling you know more cohesive storytelling right mm-hmm. um but i do hate to see some of these shows go because they did have a lot of good programs that i feel like should have had some link or connection back to the marvel uh, cinematic universe yeah they just didn't well and yeah. at this point it's hard to now i, I think if they would have it, it's like um 
it's like when you create these like sticky services so like you know people don't leave, like it when at banks when they just give you you know they give you the checking account and uh uh debit card uh they give you a savings account uh they give you uh you know overdraft protection they give yeah. you all these things so that you're just like wait even if i wanted to i couldn't leave like i signed yeah. so much shit that it's just so i think that's what the marvel show should have just did should have just forced some shit like of like I'm just going to keep talking about Captain America and my show so that yeah. like people are like, wait, I guess I have to watch this in order. <laughs> Instead of referring to it as like the event. No, I don't think they, they could have because it's like, you know, that would have been a mandate from up high saying, hey, you can do this as long as you never actually like say their names. But for this exact reason, yeah. I think it just pull the plug and they don't really miss anything. And, and that mandate, I feel like soured what could have been a lot of what sure. could have been much I better think they story have a lot of wasted potential yes. yeah and, uh, and are you going to tell me that they're not going to bring these characters back of course they are at yeah. some point in time in like three or four years garen fucking teed they're going to do another daredevil something they're going to do another jessica jones something because those are things that people actually did like yeah. you know and it's with. unfortunate because like those those stories those characters were good now right yeah and and so there's no wasted. reason it's yeah. like a, uh kristen ritter as uh jessica jones i mean she was she was great as jessica jones like yeah. uh, it's hard for me to see her as anything else right um uh the what john is it john coulter who played luke cage uh michael coulter michael coulter yeah um uh, and then obviously john bernthal as punisher like they were great now in their in their characters and if they were allowed to have their stories uh better intertwined into the marvel cinematic universe instead again instead of referring to what happened in new york in the avengers movie as like the event mm -hmm. right they were able to refer to as you know when the avengers took new york or saved new york right uh and i think they referred to the hulk several times in the movie as like the green guy or something yeah, like that it's very stupid and it's yeah. very just like distasteful like you know what, what are you guys doing like yeah. we know what's happening here let's just be upfront about it it allows for better storytelling but I'm happy to see what's coming down the pipeline for Marvel. Falcon and the Winter Soldier is going to be like the first, uh, the first to. It's already in production. It's going to be the first to be released. I'm looking forward to WandaVision. They're apparently, dude, it's going to do some crazy shit with that. So I hope they fucking get some people to redo her costume because <laughs> it was pure shit. Her costume? What? Yeah. What was wrong with her costume? It just looked like she got it from H and M. Okay. It was terrible. I mean, just like give her because like the, so the Wanda. Um, uh, Scarlet Witch mm -hmm. character from the comic book has like a costume, right? And she, the one where we saw, she just had on like a, a top coat. She just had on a jacket. Nigga, I didn't pay attention to any of that. Uh, that stuff matters. Like the character, does like it me. matter though? Did we? Did we? Were we all in shock as Wolverine didn't show up with the fucking uh, yellow and blue shit that he wears with the spandex? No, because no, we we know. Wolverine's real outfit is what he really wears is like the denim jeans and then the but that's not his actual outfit jacket. that we know him like as we like outfit. to see that but we like okay great. Logan as much as I'm we like Wolverine I'm cool with the leather bike jacket and the jeans fair enough uh okay so um I wish this wasn't playing so that it didn't spoiler <laughs> yeah <laughs> spoil what i was about to say um so uh we we have this new series from uh tlc uh it's entitled uh hot and heavy which is uh i just would like to say uh you know you know people say every now and then or like use this phrase uh man you ain't shit 
TLC, you ain't shit for this. For the TLC the, loves to exploit. Oh my god! Whether it's short but, people, yeah, little people, uh, 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 fat people, yeah, people who are you know uh, hoarders or whatever, yeah. they don't care. They're no, just like hey, TLC. They're just like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> oh, put it on screen. Run would the cameras. <laughs> would you mind if we brought some cameras in? And they are. <laughs> They already have the camera crew ready. It's like, would you mind? <laughs> Come on yeah. in, guys. Yeah, okay. But not but not even to like get into that aspect of it, but like okay, so they have this show called Hot and Heavy, which is essentially about uh a mixed weight couple where you have the uh the husband uh, in this case, right, they fall around three couples. The husband is a uh, uh um for all intent and purposes, not a overweight person um and uh whether he be muscular or just not you know overweight um uh and then the uh, either wife or i guess it's wife in this situation um uh they are uh they are overweight and uh and so they explore the the different aspects, I guess, of their relationship in that dynamic. Now, we had a, a very interesting conversation about this in that I think you were more on the side of, no, this actually, like, uh, my whole point was that uh, they didn't, it's interesting that they just went with the aspect of a man who's slimmer with a, a woman who was overweight. Um that they went with that instead of both aspects of it of a you know they had a woman and a man uh, where the woman's overweight and the man's skinnier and they didn't do also a man who's overweight and a woman who's uh slimmer um even though that's what society kind of pushes us towards and then the, the example that i gave was uh nobody said jack shit about king of queens yeah you know that kevin james is running around you know eating oatmeal pies and you have lay uh remini who uh you know obviously she wasn't uh she, she was on a skinnier side of the, the persuasion yeah um and we just kind of look at that like yeah so here, that makes sense to me. here's the fucked up but the the realistic side of that right mm -hmm. if you tell the story uh or if you you know tell show the narrative of you know the the woman with the overweight man right the first question that a lot of people are going to ask or what's going to come to a lot of people's minds is, well, how much money does he make? Because that is somewhat of uh, what I would say is a determining factor, right? You see these fat guys all the time with like, you know, young, pretty, uh, thin women, right? And it's like, uh, if he's like a rich fat guy with like young, pretty, pretty girl mm -hmm. doesn't surprise anybody right but doesn't that fly in the face of what you the uh the 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 thing that you first said so like when we were talking about it before the thing you mentioned was is that uh um there are a lot of women who actually do prefer bigger guys right that there's been studies or whatever and i have to you know, yeah. i'll ask you for the websites for the uh, the, for the <laughs> so, links for those like, studies i mean and you could this like just general everyday common studies of like attraction between men and women like most men like smaller um you know small thinner women usually like not as tall as they are you know but 
with a weight differential that makes sense. If I'm a guy and I'm 5'10 and 180 pounds, you know, I probably may be more attracted to women who are like between 5'2 and 5'5 and, you know, anywhere between like 120 to 150 pounds, right? Mm -hmm. Like relative to size and weight, right? Um, If I'm a woman who's 5'4", 130, I probably want a guy who's like six feet tall and whatever, whatever, right? Yeah. Um, So what I was speaking about earlier when we were upstairs is is that like most women prefer like a man who's taller, a little bit bigger, um, not like the skinny guy, not like the super big buff guy, but like, you know, which is why the whole like dad bod craze became a thing, right? Is because studies showed that women do like those types of men. Um, average height, usually above 5'9", um, of average build. Again, not too skinny, not too muscular. So this is something very different than what your average research study would say or the average couple you'd see walking around the mall would look like. Mm-hmm. But that that doesn't actually speak to, and I think what I would imagine this show is, is, is speaking to more to is... Um, uh, is uh, attraction. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's uh, kind of a slightly different thing. Like, so for instance, um, feel like, and again, I'd have to look at these specific studies and figure out exactly like what they're talking about. What were the, yeah, and there are a million of these who all take different angles. So it's kind of like hard to exactly yeah. say like, Oh, this is the definitive, like, yeah, I don't know, think there is a definitive of, answer. Right. Uh, and so I'd want to know, are we, is that what we're actually talking about? Is it attractiveness or are we saying like, Oh, I feel safer with a bigger guy or, you know, uh, in those long winter nights, it's better to have a little bit more, you know, girth so that I feel a little warmer, you know, like I I just want to know like exactly like what we would be talking about in that case, because I imagine this specific thing, because they, they do highlight the men and how they're, you know, relatively like in shape and whatever. Like, so I'm assuming they're talking, they're talking more about like attraction. That, yeah. that's sort of the highlight that, that's the what show. i think this show may 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 highlight but again it's hard to tell like you know if you ask a man what th- what are the three most what are the three attractive traits that he looks for in a woman you might get a different answer than what a woman looks for right or you might get the same answer you might get a different answer uh, yeah why i don't think yeah i don't think the like the, i don't think that they're monoliths meaning that like if you ask any two men they might tell you wildly different things of what they yeah. find attractive in a woman. Uh, same as it, for a woman to be attracted to a man. Yeah. But I think this show is just highlighting, again, something we don't but see often in terms of like physical, uh, both physical attraction yeah. and physical, um, for lack of a better term here, like compatibility, right? I don't know if I'd go with that. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Lack of a better term. Uh, yeah. Like, you know, skinny, like smaller guy, larger woman is not typically what we see in terms of like like this couple walking around the or these couples walking around the mall probably do get some looks like whoa you know what's going on there because it's it's not something we're used to seeing yeah but again like i think that that's a a stereotype because and and the the reason why i say that isn't because like you yourself would look at like that and be like oh my god like what's what's going on here but it's it's because it's about attractiveness right and i think that attractiveness is just attractiveness like and who unless knows? you're rich um like what do you mean 
if you if if you're rich, uh, rules are a little bit different. Oh, that you mean? No, 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 no. Rules still apply. It's just that you have an X factor that will override the attractiveness, meaning that yeah. you know people don't have to be attracted to you oh, in order damn. to like want was to be with you. Was it Biggie or Jay Z who was like? Um, it was like I'm not ugly, baby. I'm a billionaire. I'm handsome or something like. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My ch- she, yeah, I think it was Jay Z. I, I forget the exact line. I'm not going to embarrass myself by trying to. Yeah, it live, but but uh, uh, hey, yeah. nah, carry some weight. No, no, that carry is some not weight. Untrue. But, no, no, but it doesn't help with your actual attractiveness. Meaning that like they're attracted to your money yeah. for sure. Are they attracted to you? No. If you're rich, though, it's easier to look a little bit more attractive, right? You can. Yeah, uh, you have a better dental plan, right? <laughs> you can have a personal trainer. No, no, no. clothes are nicer for sure. But there's only so much Your of that. Skin is cleaner. Okay. <laughs> that's that's even besides what I'm trying to say. But what I'm trying to say is, is like, you know, um, uh, attractiveness is a thing that is fickle. Like we're we're not like, and we have many conversations about like different things, um, and uh, we find that we vary differently on a lot of different topics and issues um so even just take us if you ask me what i find attractive about you know a woman or whatever and i ask you what you find attractive we're definitely going to come up with different things you know so i guess that's what i'm trying to say here as of like is it really that shocking that a guy who might be skinnier or like in more in shape would be attracted to a, a woman you know who's uh who's who's overweight no because that's just human beings like we're who knows why we find certain things attractive or not attractive like even just think of what you find attractive why do you find them like i spend a lot of time I'm asking a dirt myself, bag. you can't ask me that fair enough I, camera. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll cut off the camera so that, yeah. um uh, no, so, no but but even i ask myself a lot of times of like well why do i find the things that i find attractive attractive like what like literally why like yeah. why does any of it matter you know yeah, so I think with these men, like obviously, I don't have the ability to see through their eyes and and to see what they see as attractive. And these men uh, find these women attractive, and um, as long as they're happy and their relationship is healthy, I don't give a fuck really. Sure. Uh, but again, the reason why uh, TLC is like, hey, we want to do this show, is because for a lot of people, this is not. And I keep going back to the mall reference. This is not the average couple you'd see walking down the mall. It might strike you as a little bit more interesting. So viewers are probably going to tune in to say, hey, why are these like smaller in shape guys with these, uh, you know, overweight women? It's interesting. And I, I, I don't know. It's, it's fucked up, but it is interesting. I don't know. I, I yeah, I, I just deem it as fucked up. I think up this show is probably going to go three or four seasons. No, no it's not. It, this you don't is, think so? They're going to pull the plug on this so quick. I mean, look in, at the, in today's climate, bruh. Yeah, but TLC <laughs> has managed to be able to, sh- you know, people go like they go not to like TLC this. because they're like, you know, on the front lines, they're like, you know, equal this, equal that, and then they go home, they watch TLC, and they're like, whoa. <laughs> This not, is this uh, is the dirt that I want to see when I'm home, and I no one can judge me when I'm out on the front lines. Equality. I don't think so. I, I think that they're gonna they're, they're probably gonna pull the plug on this one. I I foresee that happening in the near future. But uh, in any event, uh, we we move forward. We press forward here. So there are um, there there's one or two stories on this list that I kind of want to save because I want to do a little bit more uh, research. So. The, the Bob Iger story with Martin Scorsese, uh, 
that their conversation hasn't happened yet. And and we, we discussed uh, on previous shows, Martin Scorsese's comments on uh, how he felt about Marvel movies um, not being like true to film, right. Or not being like real film. Mm-hmm. Um, and recently Bob Iger, who is the CEO of uh, Disney um, had, you know, somewhat responded to Martin Scorsese and uh, requested a meeting like hey let's sit down and talk like uh what that what the details of that conversation are going to be we don't know yet um i don't even think the conversation has happened yet no i don't think it's happening i kind of want to hold on that until until that conversation happens so we can talk a little bit more in depth about what that conversation was not just speculation around the conversation i I tell you this we we've already given uh i think two plus hours i don't i don't know exactly where we are because we had uh that technical difficulty uh in between but uh yeah, it's a good stopping point. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you, you've had another fantastic episode of the Fade Podcast, uh, uh, just like uh, every week. Uh, if you listen all the way through, we appreciate you. We love you. But uh, also hit that like button, hit that subscribe button. Let us know that you show our, your appreciation for us. We want to, it warms our heart. Yeah, you should be holiday season uh, to see the the love and affection you have for the podcast, uh, and also you know we, we want to see uh, what 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 you guys want to hear in terms of like you know issues or topics or those type of things. Um, we, we'd love to hear from you. So uh, hit that like button, hit the subscribe button, and then hit that share button as well. Uh, with that being said, we'll be back next week. Uh, hopefully, the Rams will get a win by then. We'll, we'll get a win. Yeah, uh, doubtful. W's um, are in our future. Uh, it, it definitely uh, it hasn't been in your past as of late, but <laughs> I feel like an asshole. We've but, won uh, two of the last three. Uh, but overall, you've only won seven. Of Where are you? <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, with that, we'll hit the usual protocol. Fade out. Peace. Out.